Hello, good evening, and welcome to another live edition of the Cantina and Mekis podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is a podcast. It's a barroom conversation about Liga and Mekis, Mexican soccer, and of course the world of soccer in general. My name is John Chagu. I'm very happy to have you guys along. We have a, a once again, another another distinguished panel of guests that will join us tonight on the panel that will discuss a litany of subjects in the world of Liga MX, Mexican soccer, the world of soccer, etc. Of course, uh, with us, as always, is our technical director, Albert of Chiquiscampa. Albert, how are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Doing good. Glad to have you along. Chiquis, Chiquis are, are, are Pumas. Uh, well, I don't know who you were rooting for because now when it's two cat teams, what is your... How do you determine which cat team is the one that you pull for since you're the cambiagato? So what's, what's the... Do you, do you cambiagato mid-game when it's two cat teams? Pumas is top priority. Always. That is... Uh, that's good to hear. Although I think that... Didn't we decide, Joel, that, uh, that the Chiquis is now Mil Mascaras from... He just, he just goes from team to team. <laughs> that like, was... Not, not totally true, but okay. <laughs> he's he's like Mystique in the X Men. Can just 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 change uniforms from from game to game. Now, wait. Well, always a, a pleasure to have all of you on, Chiquis. I know that you uh, are. We gonna have a, a phone conversation tonight, or are we uh, just gonna keep it amongst ourselves? Set up phone lines here shortly. Oh, we'll have phone lines up, so we'll we'll post those numbers, and if I remember, I'll actually say them on the air, so you all can please feel free to join in on the fun. Out in South Los Angeles, a gentleman who I believe is is on his, I'm going to say, second Moscow mule. Uh, that is his uh, drink of choice for the evening. And that's uh, Joel Aceves. Joel, how are you? Hey, I'm enjoying, enjoying the drink, John. I, I started drinking it because, you know, CONCACAF six births now for the World Cup. Right. Proposed. So... I think the eliminatorias, as we know them, will be changed for the unforeseeable future. So what it's doing essentially is it, it, it's essentially guaranteeing that Mexico is going to be in the World Cup forever. It, yeah, it's, you know, they say, you know, pasamos caminando, but now it's floating. We're going to qualify floating. Right. Unless, and which ultimately, hopefully, at least for me, it would lead to um, a joint qualifier with Conmebol. I mean, it makes just sense for TV because 12, 10 or 12 team qualifier for for CONCACAF is just too long and a lot of matches won't be that good. And if you go to, if, if we do by groups, that means Mexico, U.S., Costa Rica, they won't be facing each other. So that's that. But right now, John... She was beating Monterrey in Copa MX. See, I feel bad, Joel. I was I was down. I was slow on the draw there because because my volume was down a little bit. You, you got me. No, they they are uh, they are they are indeed winning. Another team that won uh, over over the weekend is uh, is Santos Laguna. They finally got off the Schneid after 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 getting. Well, I don't, have to, I don't have to tell our next guest what happened. Daniel Preciado did just lost lead after lead in like minute 
88 on. It was just it was a rough couple of weeks for for Santos fans. But uh, they finally, oddly enough, I felt pretty go. confident about the win while watching the game. I felt we were closer to the 2-0 than 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 giving up the goal. I honestly, I was like, all right, I think we got this one. We got this one. So for some reason, wow. this one felt a little different. <clears throat> Interesting. But, uh, well, that's good. All they have to do is get one, and then you know we always talk about you know that that three game winning streak is it, it just it, it just changes the team. You know maybe and and you can't have a three game winning streak without having the first one. So maybe this could be it for Santos. Maybe this is this is the, team this is the right at. time to start figuring it out. You think that that was part of uh, part of uh, of uh, of Chepo's plan? It's like we're gonna we're gonna lose some games. You know, rough, but we'll, we'll we'll get it. You know, when we turn on, we have to, and then we get the momentum going, and we go in as a as a really hot team, and we won another trophy because we just, you know, we don't get we don't get tired of winning trophies over here. We, we I think I, I agree with you on some level that I do think he, I think he's betting on everybody's going to get a little bit better. That some of the kids are going to continually just like get rid of some of those growing pains, and then some of the new guys are going to just start performing a little bit better. So I, I do think that they're on some level, he is kind of betting on a slow improvement. I have a really sneaky feeling that he's going to use uh, the young kid. You know, if, if like, like say Santos gets the, the three game, like they get the three game winning streak and they're, you know, comfortably in the Ligia zone and they have like, you know, a schlep a game to burn. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and, um, uh, you know why? Why not see what the what the kid can do? Maybe he can get hot. You know, and then and then have another 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 hot hand to go with. I could be mistaken, but I do believe he may be gone. Really? Where'd he go? I think he may be. I'm not sure if they if they started the camp already for the U20s. Oh, oh, for the World Cup? Yeah. Which I think is going to be in Korea. I think. Well, that is unfortunate because uh, but. Uh, I could be wrong, but I do think that, that, that I, I think I remember reading a tweet today of saying that he's he's with the the national team. So, but that 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 might be, um, yeah. And of course, we're talking about uh, his name is uh, is is it Alfredo Cardenas? Is that right? It's Ronaldo. Ronaldo Cardenas. Oh no, Ronaldo Cisneros. Ronaldo Cisneros. I'm sorry, is it Ronaldo? Ronaldo. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to make him as Brazilian as possible. That's, that's a pretty good accent, there, man. Thanks, man. That was very good. That's what always cracked me up about watching the World Cup and hearing how Mexicans pronounce word the Brazilian words. They just pronounce it like it's in Spanish, like. And then you hear the, uh, the <laughs> you know, says like like Belo Horizonte is just Belo Horizonte, like the way I say it. And then you hear the British people say it on ESPN. They go Belo Horizonte. I I can't even pronounce the way they would do it. Go go go. Oh, did uh, did Monterrey equalize? Oh, Gignac. Oh, Gignac. Gignac scored. Gignac scored for uh, for Tigres. The dagger. So now they have to get. He he is. I feel really bad for him. That he didn't get that 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 ball didn't go off the you know didn't get it didn't go in against uh, Portugal. Dude would be world. He would have made Tigres world famous had that ball gone in. Yeah, man. Love me some Tuca. Just saw Tuca celebrating. Very happy for Tuca. Hopefully he'll get the uh, a chance to go to a chance to go to uh, Japan 
before he. I thought you were, thought you were going to say Russia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that too. You know what? This would be this would be a close uh, a close consolation. This would be a good consolation prize for him if he didn't uh, ended up going to Russia. If he could go to the Club World Cup, I think that you know he would make that trade. I would probably make that trade too. So, well, I let's think talk. it's nice that I think it's we're you know we're going to get somebody new. So that, that that's going to be cool. Yeah, I, I, I personally hope uh, it is it is Tigres, but well, I just think that they have a team that's probably. Uh, best equipped to you know either either give the european because it really depends if, if, if they every time they have a chance to draw the south american team in the club world cup the uh the mexican team nine times out of ten have lost again you know they've lost in penalties to the moroccan team or the asian team well i just haven't had a chance I, I guess to play the south i just had think, a better chance against i just think this is probably going to be the more the, the stronger the teams between them and I guess Pachuca, but um, and and it's kind of hard. To, I'm thinking that that Losano's probably not going to be there by the, by by that time, right? And they yeah, they are definitely a different team uh, with him and without him, as we saw last night in Pachuca. And I wanted to ask you, Chiquis, uh, you got to see the Pachuca Dallas game up in Dallas, and then and then you obviously watched the game. Well, I'm assuming you watched the game last night, yeah. uh, but in the semifinal, that was the second leg down in Pachuca. Uh, after what you saw in Dallas, did you th- were you expecting FC Dallas to play the way they did, or, or were you or, or were you thinking something different was going to happen? Uh, I thought they would try to play like that, like they, the way they did, but I didn't think they would be successful. I thought they would tire a lot quicker. And uh, it would be sort of a, a more dominated game by, by Pachuca, but they surprised me. They really surprised me this this game yesterday. Yeah, you know, and now FC Dallas they were down for a week. Uh, uh, MLS uh, changed their schedule. How about that? The league accommodating a team that has an important club match, and uh, you know, you're giving them the opportunity to uh, to to fully you know prepare as well as they possibly could have. They were in in, in Puebla for a month for a week, so they were. You know, acclimated to the uh, to the climate, and uh, they they gave Pachuca they gave Pachuca fits. I know that the score ended up three one, but uh, on you know you have to look at everything on aggregate, and they they had some really 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 good chances to uh, make things very difficult for 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 Pachuca, and unfortunately they didn't they didn't capitalize, and and, and Pachuca did actually cap- capitalize on their chances, and that. You know, ultimately, was the difference is that uh, Pachuca has a guy who has a, a nose for the goal in, in Chucky Lozano. You know, at least when he plays for Pachuca, he uh, tends to score, and he did it again last night. He got a, he got a good goal, and then a a free goal in the what was it like the it was like the ten with ten seconds left in the game, right? Ten seconds left in stoppage in stoppage time is when is when Chucky scored. It's insane. In la, in la mera última, Joel. Did, did you get to see it, Joel? For the Chivas? No, no. no uh, Chucky's goal last night oh, against, no, 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 uh, no. against FC Dallas. You I saw the it? goal, but I wasn't seeing the game. Yeah, you didn't see it live? It was a tough one. It reminded me a lot, actually, of the... Uh, you remember when, uh, when uh, Sven had his first game? 
against Honduras, and Honduras scored first, so the Mexico had to uh, get two in the head. They put Pavel on, they put Cuauhtémoc, you know, the old guard Cuauhtémoc, and Pen Pavel scored two. And, and the second one was like on a freak play like that because 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 uh, Demo uh, blocked the goalie, <laughs> and the ball went in. It was it, it, it was very similar to that. Just uh, and it was it was tough. I mean that that, that extra time was going to be I thought would be really entertaining. I thought that'd be I thought that'd be a, a, another couple. At, at that point, the away goals don't matter. So it's just you know wh- whoever wins extra time, you know, uh, regardless of whether you're home or away. So I was I was really looking forward to that. I thought it was going to be great. I thought it was a really good game. As far as uh, the the Conca Champions games, I, I really can't think of a better one. Uh, I'm you know maybe the uh, the Monterrey Salt Lake game in in Salt Lake uh, was that two 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 twenty eleven or the one you know I've always thought that the the best that uh, Conca and Dan you can either cuss at me or just or just not pay attention, but the one where uh, where Monterrey beat Santos when they came, they scored was like two or three goals uh, in, in ten minutes in the second half where they just had to have the goals. Was Dan? I don't want to stir up any bad memories, but I'm sure you probably remember what I'm talking about. Honestly, it just seems like one one memory because we've lost to them a few times. That's true, boy. I'm sorry, Dan. I feel. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit like they're 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 the. I was. They've been. Uh, they've been a thorn in our side for sure. I was saving this for somebody else, Dan, but I feel like it's 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 more uh, appropriate here. It's just, I feel bad for you that I'm dredging up these terrible memories. So it's rough. But but when when Neco got champions, I mean, didn't Santos had it, and then Monterrey scored what was like two or three goals in in the second half of the game, and to end up icing icing the uh, the final. So I've always yeah. thought that that was the best game because it was it was just it was they both were playing really really well at that time. But there were the that was when Tigres, Santos, and Monterrey were dominating the league, right? So, Man, so your memory is a lot better than mine. I believe that that was when they were at the at, at the peak of their powers, both because they had Suazo and they had the whole and 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 the Nigris and and Santos had uh, at Borghetti and Pony Ruiz and it was. Uh, I remember was uh, when Hurt Gomez played for Santos. And he was playing one of his Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And Oribe. And they were and they were dominating this MLS team and Herc was like fighting the MLS guys. It was like, man, isn't this guy an American? He was like you know, sort of um arrogant and fighting all the MLS guys and roughing them up and stuff. And then they Well remember Herc was practically blackballed from MLS. Well, you know, not blackballed, but he had he he didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, he so was that's very uh, passionate for for his team for Santos and Sort of putting it in their face, in MLS's face. He's on the U.S. team. Yeah. Remember, he and Chicharito both were on a on a, on a just a. They ended up tied in the uh, in the yeah. scoring, but they both had well, Chicharito had it in fewer games, but they had like eleven or twelve goals. So he was he was, you know, he didn't see he didn't play a. Well, we lose each other. Like Chicharito was just yes. Oh, never mind. We lost you, or I lost you for a minute. Oh, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, but he and Chicharito were were were, you know, they were as as hot as hot as you could get as as far as strikers, and he he didn't get to see as, as much time, and of course Chicharito did not uh, get to see as much time as people would have wanted.
Hey, Cheekies, would you uh, uh, talk for a minute? I got, there's someone i got to take care of on the old computer. Hang on one second. Okay. Yeah, so I guess uh, what I was thinking, what I was expecting Dallas to come out and and in the first game, the first leg, I was over there. They, they were they were, were miss hitting passes and they looked like really really low level. But uh, um, during the second leg, they changed things up totally and they were playing pretty well. Their strikers weren't weren't as fine tuned as they should have been because they didn't get on the end of a lot of good passes. But uh. The team as a whole played well. They just couldn't finish finish off the goal by Ch- by Chucky. The first one he made was uh, that was just an awesome shot, and the second one was sort of uh, a mistake by a defender and goalie. But uh, sorry about that. I'm back. I had to reschedule a uh, a restart on my computer. I guess it's Windows. It, it, it decided it had to download some things and. How the updates wants to restart. Yeah, but uh, anywho, well, the the the, the second, I guess. Uh, I was concerned, John. I was concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded a lot more urgent. I'm glad it's still just your computer. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, luckily it was just my computer. All right. nothing. I don't. Yeah, nothing. Nothing too terribly uh, critical. All right, there. Great. Dan, did you get a chance to watch the game last night? I didn't. I did not. I'm sorry. But our... no worries. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was. I was just going to ask, uh, ask Cheekies if uh, the uh, to me the, the 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 biggest difference in the game was uh, that. Pachuca, for whatever reason, would they were just being really cavalier with 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 their possession and and really kind of making some some just you know, ill timed sloppy passes in the back, and they were and for some reason they were they were I don't know how many times FC Dallas had really really good numbers on counterattacks, and uh, but there'd always be that one guy if it, if it was uh, Guti or whoever it was it would that would come back and they would snuff it out. I mean they I mean there were times where an FC Dallas had some really good possible chances that uh, that they couldn't capitalize on. And then they had a few where, I mean, that game could have been totally different if they get that goal in the first half. I mean, that would have really, really forced Pachuca to uh, open up more so than they were doing. But uh, it didn't work out. But I do think that it was uh, not your typical uh, MLS game, or at least, at least recently, where they play a little more defensively and, and – Occasionally, just 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 try and hang on. Obviously, FC Dallas is a different kind of MLS team, and uh, we do appreciate. At least I appreciate the way they play. And I, I really appreciate the way they played the other night. I was, I was, uh, I, I enjoy their performance. They were they they were uh, they were a, a, a good team. It was a good game, and it was it was a good advertisement for what we could see if uh, if MLS plays a league I make East more often. I think that that's a uh, Something that I think we're going to probably start seeing here in the in not so distant future. But let's move on. Uh, there are some Copa Mekis games. One just finished, Joel. And I don't think uh, I have to ask you how that uh, ended up. Somos leyenda del fútbol mexicano. I do believe that uh, El Rebaño pulled it out. Did PK earned by Carlitos Fierro? 
who you're not too keen on? It's not that I'm keen on him. I just think that he, <laughs> you know, he uh, he may not have the 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 technical skills that other players have, but he's effective in what he does. I think that he'll end up being a good. I feel like I subscribe to the John Jacuz weekly mailing list and why Carlos Fierro sucks. No, <laughs> I'm not saying he sucks. I just think that I think he's out of position. I think that ultimately he he probably deserves to be as a, as a, as a wing back is where he should is where he belongs. Not a penal. No, but I mean, I'm just I'm glad to see him doing good and getting regular playing time. Um, I feel he's one of many, many players that just get wasted, whose talent gets just thrown down the side. So it's always good to rescue players like that. I know we, we expect a lot of times we want them to be, um, especially if they're in the national team, and, and we think we want them to be at this level of, of the players that go abroad. But... Even if you're not at that level, that doesn't mean you're a bad player. You're still talented and, and you still have quality. And um, I, I do feel we have a lot of players like that. And, and, and we, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast started, how, you know, how the media goes crazy for players like, like um, Trophies and Linus. And it's like, there's way more players like that. They're not, you know, the Mexican league has more players of that caliber. And why don't they play Joel? What's uh, what, what's holding them back? Promoters, that, uh, John. Promoters. You don't have the right agent. You're not gonna get noticed. Well, is it is it more cost effective for? Or I mean, is it? You know, I, I, I would throw... It's a better business for a promoter to promote uh, South American yeah, players. they're not going to make money. Yeah, they're not going to make money from the Cantera. But then, a but lot then of why people is it make that... money from this. You know, I, I do think a lot of people will make money. And, and we saw it with the English... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember with... um, Who was it? Um, forget his name. He, he was Borghetti's coach in Bolton. Big Sam. Oh, uh, Allardyce. Yeah, yeah, Big Sam, and he was talking how he was talking about how they all get a cut for transfers, and so I do feel that happens to an extent as well in League IMX, where you're bound to get a cut from the promoter or the agent if you if you get the club to buy a certain player. Right. But like, and then we see it like we forget, you know, because there's like over a hundred foreigners. In Liga MX. Oh, there's more than that. Just, just in first division. There's, yeah. I guarantee you, there's a hundred. There's at least 150. Yeah, and and I bet you the majority of us can't name over 20. You know, so like about 20 of them are truly relevant. You know, at the level of like Guignac and so on and so forth. And there's a big amount that some of them haven't even gotten playing time. There was a report not too long ago about. How many players haven't even debuted it? So, I mean, bring they bring players like that and, and they just block the local talent from, from getting any playing time. So do you think, Joel, uh, that, uh, that that because of that fact, because of the fact that uh, – so, so teams are bringing foreign players over and then they're not playing them? Yeah, it's part of the business <laughs> – 
you know everyone everyone gets a cut yeah uh, do you get a cut Joel? is that are you are, are you uh, that's why i'm complaining uh do you think Joel, that the show would, would be better if, if, we had, <laughs> if we had a south american uh, panelist well, no, because we don't really cover. I mean, to to sell us on what, you know? Should should we trade? Should we trade Ronnie for a uh, for an for an, for an Argentine for an Argentine uh, Liga MX fan that speaks English? Is that is that would would that give our show more credibility? It absolutely have... would. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would just because. Oh accent. yeah. Oh yeah. Get, get an RG accent and. Oh yeah. No, that, that, that. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, we should trade him in now. <laughs> we should trade him in yesterday. That's interesting. That's interesting that you uh, that, that that you both think that. Maybe that's something we should look into, uh, Chiquis. Because um, I actually knew um, an Argentinian Cruz Azul fan. So we have uh, we have we have some con- uh, some uh, chatter on our on, on our on our chat board because y'all uh, by all means feel free to to chat, but. Uh, Richard Flores nos manda saludos nuevamente. ¿Qué tal saludos para toda la banda esta noche, well, Richard? Muchas, muchas gracias. Un abrazo for your, for your, for your kind words. Adrian Ordóñez, or Ordóñez, I don't know if he uses the N or not. Adrian, you can let us know if it's Ordóñez or Ordóñez. Because Tigres will be second best team at Club World Cup if they make it. So he thinks that they can make the final. That uh, I, you know, that that's they're probably that would be the team that would have the best shot, I think, if they made the final. And uh, they are just just hammering uh, Vancouver right now. It's uh, it seems like it's one way traffic. The goalkeeper's doing a pretty good job. He's doing really well. I mean, it's not like they're just kicking it right at him too. I mean, he's making some pretty good saves. You're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely right, Chiquis, uh, about that. Well, would would Tigres would, would Tigres have a chance then, boys, or would they would they would they be the, the team that's best equipped to handle that to to, to maybe make you it know, to the final? You know what, John? If they have the right mentality, they could win it. Yeah, you're absolutely. I, right. I agree. That's because, all there is to it. Because I've seen it going way back to when it was the Intercontinental Cup, and the South American teams would be, you know, they're they're, they're jazz. They, they, they want to play the game. They would beat, yeah, they really want it, and they would beat their European counterparts. And I think sometimes you see teams like Barcelona and, and Man U, and, and you just get overwhelmed. Well, but if you know, you, if you play them, um, you, you know, I, I just don't think that there is a uh, as dominant a team in Europe as as I mean Barcelona is. That was a you know once in fifty years team. I mean, let's face it. We're going to be really lucky if we see a team like that again in the, in the next ten years. I mean, they they were. I don't know. If, I don't know if people can really appreciate how wonderful it was to watch them play and 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 to have it for as long as we did. It was. It truly was a gift to to have a team like that. I don't think that. Well, you know, I I think the European teams obviously they're going to be stronger. They have better players. And I get that, but uh, I think you're right, Hoyt. I think that uh, there's no reason to think why. If, uh, if if River Plate can go in there and give uh, you know whoever it is a real challenge, and you know possibly there's no reason why Tigres can't do it either. I mean, Tigres is stacked. Tigres has 
Yeah, yeah, a couple of players from the Argentine national team, a Chilean national team, the Mexican national team, and the French national team. That's pretty good representation. They lost to Leon. The very last. <laughs> hey, man, Leon has. Leon has El, el Bringing down our hopes. Yeah, Leon has El Culi. <laughs> my, so my, my issue with that is that it's, it's sort, of, sort of like luck. Right now, they're not even. In, in oh, a, it, that was a great goal. Luck and form. Oh, wait, but going back, going back to uh, Cubs World Cup, uh, we remember there was this one. What was it? Japanese or Korean team that got to the final? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it was they a Japanese gave, team. Who were they playing? Real or who? They, they gave they, Real fits. They gave them a run for their money. So I'm saying we could we could do it, and, and we, I guarantee you, this Tigres is way stronger than that team. It was giving Real fits. Well, they just scored the uh, the game to go up to one, the gold. It's, it's also eight. stronger than the America team that went, <clears throat> who played them also. The only thing I see it being mental is just blew out uh, Vancouver, this team right here, because uh, they know they they know they're not going to make Liga. Liga is out, so they have to win this. They put all the red in this basket. That that's the mental thing that I see. Is there like yeah, hopes really that out of reach? I, I, it's it's pretty close. They're like, no, they're only they're only uh, they're only four points out there. I mean, they have to they have to win every game. Yeah, that that's really the only way they're gonna make it. So that's that's my issue. With, uh, with yeah, but you know what? You know, Tuca's the kind of guy that said, "Listen, we put a lot of effort into winning. We won a trophy, and you know, you you can't." Uh, well, listen, I'm going to defend Tuca every way I can. So just just understand that. But uh, we understand. I don't. I I, I just you know that, that that's why the two season season sucks because uh, it's just you know I, I would like to see how Tigres was you know would be doing if it was a full season. You know they, they probably wouldn't be. As... They were my pick to win the the the, the league. I think on, on the show. Were they? Yeah, but but again, I mean, they're only four points out of the last spot, and and uh, you know, four points is not that. I mean, you know, we yeah, someone can oh, someone can some, someone can fall off, and um, right, and if, yeah, and if they win, then I mean, let's face it. I mean, if, if Tigres makes the Liga, then they're going to be the hottest team in the tournament. I mean, they'll be an eight seed, and it'll be and like, you, who wants to play them? And you do think that this team does have the personnel to to turn it on? Because it did seem like last year they did seem to just hit a switch at a certain point. They, it, so maybe it's not too late for them. But I do think it's more important for them to to go to the Club World Cup. I do too. I think I think it's just it's just a great opportunity because it really is. Um, um, I think for them as an organization, it's yeah, exactly, yeah. Because I mean, they 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 they've got a couple of leagues. Uh, under their belt, like recent ones, and I think that's one that they they would take a lot of pride in. And you know, it's got to just just chap their ass as Tigres fans. That Monterrey's been what they went like three 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 years in a row. Well, I think that's why they're chumping at the bit to go, so that they could rub that. They can one up. They, they can one they, up them. Yeah, to make the final. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what they're thinking. Because I mean, if there's a single, if there's a one team that's gone there a lot and who's really disappointed it's, it's been Monterrey well you know here's and here's and, and this is to me uh, a, a huge difference between you know two in, what I would consider institutions in, in Liga MX and, and how they're run okay so 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 Tigres and Cruz Azul both and we can all agree are, are going to spend money to bring players in right 
Would you all agree with that? Would you say that they're going to they, 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 players they, for they, that? They, they consistently buy players. They certainly they, can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let, 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 let's look at – you remember Pachuca when they had their run where they went out to the Americana? Who were their two uh, most important players on that team? Do you guys remember? Chilindrina? It was Damian Alvarez, right? And who was the other one? Chaco. Okay. Right? They. I mean, I think we can all agree that when Pachuca was – was at their heyday was when those two guys were 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 were, were on the team, uh, Chaco yeah. and Chirindrina. Okay, so Chirindrina just scored the go-ahead goal against Vancouver, and Chirindrina is used now mainly as what as a second-hand substitute and a guy who to just to hide the ball, right? Just just a, a possession guy. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe he'll score for you. That is exactly what Chaco should be doing for Cruz Azul, not building the entire team around him still i mean the dude's in his you know mid to late 30s it's it's just it's just a, it's, it's different strategies on how they're building teams it just and it just goes to show you how uh you know the the the, the teams that plan well and and and, and design when design what they want to do and then and, and pick the personnel to help them do that there and we see america has done that with the players that they've brought in and, and, and now we see tigres do it and then we see a team like Cruz Azul that just buys guys para comprarlos. It's just, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for them, but I mean, you see, I mean, you see that there, there's just there's two differences in, in philosophies, and I think the América Tigres philosophy is, uh, is 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 one and out. And then Chivas is kind of doing the same thing too, but although you know they're 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 limited with with who it is that they can uh, that they can buy, but 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 hey, they're kind but of look 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 at Saldivardo. Captain the Cantera, they played him a lot, almost due to necessity. Right. And he's a national team caliber player now. He is, and, and, uh, he, and he might and, not. He might be starting to for that, but but but, but if, if they need to, you know, fit pieces in, then you know, get what you can get. You know, don't. And 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 if that works out for them, great. You know, I mean, like yeah. I remember when when they when they bought Luis Ernesto Perez. Why on earth did they buy Luis Ernesto? I mean, it was it just he just he it was just the one guy that was available. But they just but you know, and, but they didn't need him. And now now it seems like they're they're starting to get guys that that make sense for them. You know, you know, you know I see Chivas as a, as a very dynamic team and they have very dynamic players. Well, they they still own Gulli, uh, and they're deep too, very deep. <laughs> they still own Gulli, so you know. <laughs> Just say hey, I would keep him drunk. If he scores goals, he had twelve that first season. Keep him drunk, and then you know? make sure that he goes. <laughs> make sure that he goes to places that are friendly. Hey, the to, old the old school losses. Chivas. There's this really good article. I, I forgot where. I forgot where I read it. It could have been Remescla, and it was this bar right by the stadium, by the Jalisco Stadium, and that's where a lot of the Campionissimo players would. Hang out before a match, so, so they have a couple shots and then go play. Did you Did you have a couple shots in the hood? No, it's campionissimo, right? Before my time. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe maybe that's why you're your Chivas. Maybe maybe you're 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 you were reincarnated. No, Chivas has been linked with alcoholics for like a long time. You know, from Bravo. You know, they were calling Tomar Bravo. Um, Ramon Ramirez, who I, th- I think you can say that career about. to the car crash. Uh, 
Alberto Medina, they would call him Beberto Medina. Cubo Torres almost ruined his career for drinking. That one joke was that they kept offering drinks and he, they would tell him, con diablo or sin diablo, which means like just extra, extra drink. Right. And, and Cubo's doing good right now. I think he's one of the leading goal scorers. He got a hat trick <laughs> and he is the uh, MLS. Was the MLS Player of the Week, and I know this because I am producing the Houston Dynamo this weekend. And I'm ah, excited nice. About that, so. I think he's the leading goal scorer of the league, but hey, I'm happy to see him doing good because his, well. his career almost went down the drain. He was doing good. He came back to Guadalajara, got into that party mode, got accused of rape, which the allegations were dropped, returned to MLS, and he was just a complete bust. And now he's doing good again, so that's that's good. Yeah, things things are working out for him, and he got to do his uh, he's got to do his robot dance once again. So I was uh, very happy with with him and uh, how that worked out for him. And I'm like I said, I'm gonna get to watch uh, uh, Google do his thing this weekend against New England Revolution. The game is on, I believe, at uh, at two p.m. Eastern. So. I'm surprised you didn't mention Marco Fabianza, like to keep it somewhat recent. What was his nickname, Joel? Whose nickname? I'm sorry. Marco, Marco Fabian's nickname. Oh, he didn't. He didn't have like a clever nickname like that. But that's unfortunate. They would do memes where when he went to Cruz Azul unknown, and he's like, "Yo traigo las copas," but you have a. Sorry, they were referring to, <laughs> right. to the beer bottles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but Fabian was, yeah, that was another one that was getting it, you know, party all the time. <laughs> yeah, if did, he did had the name, quote, I've never did heard Did he just it. quote uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. That's, a, no. that's a good song, man. Eddie Murphy no. and James, James Rick. Rick James, no, Tigres, I mean, Rick James. No. Tigres did win, so I do have to just give a... No le voy a discutir con usted. Just, just a little Tuca. A little Tuca love. So good for this. So it's gonna, that's going to be the final. It's going to be uh, Tigres against uh, America. Now, Tigres was in the final last year, and they they laid an egg. I'm sorry, Tigres Pachuca. They were in the final last year against America, and they they flat out laid an egg against America and it wasn't I mean it wasn't even a contest. They were they just were flat. They they, they were never in it and America won it uh, going away. I don't think that's gonna happen this time, but uh it is gonna be a very uh, very interesting matchup. Now equally as interesting of course is is the Copa Mekis final. Joel Chivas is gonna play Morelia it's it's the West Side Derby in Mexico, the the two West Side teams going after it. I think that Fernando is right. I think I think that the, the Chivas is 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 on the verge of having a Copa MX campeonissimo. Because <laughs> well, this would be this would be two in 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 two years. You know? Two in two years plus the Super Copa. Which will make it three, wow, and then they, they will get to play another Supercopa, which could take them to four. Doesn't oh, that? Uh, but doesn't that put like even? Doesn't that make it worse though? Worse. Like, doesn't that put? I, I just think that yeah, like 
I See, it's always it, nice to have trophies in the cabinet, man. I, I, I hear you, but I think uh, ultimately it just makes the league that much more apparent. No, I, I, think, I think we don't – I mean, it's not as prestigious, but it's, it's also up to the clubs and to the fans to, to make it prestigious. Now, now, Joel, I understand that you're, you know, a, a, a pundit and a columnist, so you have a, a professional duty to to keep up with with uh, with current events. But you know, for, for someone who, for whatever reason, you know, doesn't watch Chivas probably as much as he should, and 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 I was watching them right now. Come on. Okay, I never say you're watching, right <laughs> now, but what I'm saying, and then and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, did you watch the game? No, and then and then and then just be able to just 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 rattle off these these amazing statistics. <laughs> it just uh, I, I, I'm starting to think, Joel, that uh, that you have a you have a song in your heart, Joel, and, oh, uh, and it's getting louder and louder. <laughs> I think it's uh, I, I, I think that you're that you're starting to believe is, is what it sounds like to me. I think that you're you're becoming a believer again. It's moving. Yeah. No, it, it was there, man. You, uh, you, you have eaten some mango is what it sounds like to me. No, it's just knowing the Liga and, and how the Liga works. I mean, and I've, I've told some of the fans, Chiva fans, and, and they don't like this, but I'm like, this team reached the semifinals a few years back, you know? So for me, I would hear like how they don't well like to hear that because it, well, it, it 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 inevitably it tarnishes or puts a yeah. cloud on uh, throws shade on on what Almeida's done. Exactly, and they would say, "Oh, how how well the team is doing, or how good they're playing." I'm like, they still they're still they still haven't matched what was already achieved. Do you think it's the style, the way they play, the style? Um, it is. It is, is that why they're, they're more willing to, to accept? No, it, yeah, it is a very attractive style, and, and I've, I've said this quote many times from Tata Martino, and uh, he said it when uh, when Almeida was at Banfield, he's like, I really like how the team plays, too bad they never win. You know? And he meant titles, not, not matches. Uh, and and that's, that's sort of how it's been they haven't been able to win a league title, but I think they're one of the more attractive teams to watch in the league. Let me let me throw some more shade though. Uh, Cruz Azul lost to Morelia, right? right. Cruz Azul had a ton of opportunities on goal, a ton of shots, and I think Morelia might have had one, and they they capitalized in in one game. Um, I was I'm looking at the highlights now from the Monterrey Chivas game. Monterrey had plenty of shots early in the game, plenty of opportunities to, to score, like three. Three goals, or three goals, pretty easily, and they and they passed them up, and Chivas came out with the win. So I think we have uh, a mediocre cup with two you know, level, um, you know, teams that passed. Yeah, but it's just, uh, I mean, you know, you, yes, I mean, the, the tournament is what it is. There's no question. But you know, you 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 play them to to get your guys some time, and then in, in, in the deeper rounds, you start playing them with with your regular team. It's how you know it's, it's how those tournaments work. So I mean, whether squeaked by, as well. I mean, but you know, but the reality is, uh, Chiqui says that Morelia is playing better than Cruz Azul is right now. You know, the, the, you know they're 
scratching and clawing their way through the descenso. And the, the, the and winning the descenso for them would be absolutely huge if they if they could if they could avoid it, because their two worst years fall off the books. So that makes them you know the, 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 I mean that that is you know reason enough to hopefully you know to see if they can pull it out. Do you think this Chivas the, the final the Chivas Morelia game is close? Well, I don't think it's going to be anything to uh, to go to the Minerva and and, and and scream about, which you know will happen if they win. By the way, <laughs> let's just leave it at that but uh because one would expect- i mean it's still i mean let me tell you do you, you don't think do you think Univision? i mean it would have been happy either way with chivas or monterrey but i guarantee you they'd be a lot happier having chivas in it than 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 monterrey so uh i mean they they draw eyeballs whether whether we like it or not i, I would just expect chivas to go and beat, beat morelia 2-0 or more i don't i, I doubt that's going to happen i think it'll be a close game well, it's a cup final. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a cup final. It's going to be, you know, it'll, 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 it'll and, and I'll be honest with you, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you one guy from Morelia right now. I, I have no idea who's on that team. Do they have Ruidas, the striker? Is, is, is Fantasma Figueroa, does he still play for them? He's <laughs> a Chileno. <laughs> didn't, didn't Luis Gabriel Rey play there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have oh, yeah. no idea. I just, I oh, just, you know what? Um, yeah, Ruiz, I pre- Peruvian striker Ruiz, Ruiz Diaz. Ruiz Diaz, the ex, the ex Santos, um, I said Ruiz the ex Santos midfielder. Chato, Chato, yeah, Chato plays for Morelia. He's still in the. League. I think he's still there. Yeah, God I bless him. So. Does he still take their penalty kicks? You know, he should have been on, on, free on, on, on their free kicks probably. On La Volpe's team, only because he could take penalty kicks. He was good, man. He's just small, but he was good. Yeah, I guess that's why they call them El Chato. No, yeah, but, good, but, but his free kick skills were... But actually, I actually do think he's actually probably starting for them. Really? You know, I always had a bad taste in my mouth about Chato because I always thought he was one of La Volpe's consentidos and he would always be terrible on the national I, team. I just I just checked. So, sorry to interrupt, Yon. I, I, asked, I asked Google. He, um, he is El Juanpi Rodriguez is, is indeed playing for them. He's on loan. Wow. Well, there you have it. The uh... and Henry's Gabriel Ray is still with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I had seen them. I does America still own him? <laughs> what kind of contract did they give him? He doesn't start though. I mean, he didn't even play in the Chivas game. The last Chivas game. Well, come on, dude. He, I mean, he he he's there for the. League games, man. He's thirty-seven. Yeah. The league game, the last league game. See, see, Morelia is one of those teams when when the Liga MX uh, weekly schedule comes out and you're looking at it, well, you know, to see which games they're always playing Jaguares or or Veracruz or Puebla. See, like those four teams play each other. You know, one of there's always one of those matchups every week. I mean, they 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 they're constantly playing each other. I don't have Do you think it's fair to say that collectively? By and large, everyone wants Veracruz to go down out of all the teams. Well, karmically speaking, you're probably right. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that the league probably wouldn't mind it so much. Because I look at I look at Morelia and I'm like, I don't want to see them go down. I, I, I'm I'm a bit of a nature lover and and, and I love monarch butterflies. So that's any any sweet. any team that, that that that's brave enough to to, to rock Monarcas as as their uh, as their as their mascot, then 
then I'm on board. But um, and uh, then you have Jaguares. Well, I just I think the Chiapas fans, although they they're, they're, they played uh, Pumas over the weekend, and the stadium was full, but it was not full because there were people who were there to see Jaguares. Uh, they were there to see Pumas. It was it was like eighty twenty Pumas fans, but it, but it was full. And uh, so, I mean, but their stadium seems to always be full, whether it's uh, you know the the if they're there to see the home team, the visiting team. I like that in Liga MX. I, I, I like I, I, you know in Veracruz. Well, uh, you know the uh, coach and the keeper. You know you you don't want to see them go down. No, I, I agree. So I, I I guess to be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of with you. And and then let's face it. I mean, you can't have Cabezón uh, Luna's coaching uh, Veracruz right now because uh, Reynoso got sick. And I'm sure, or I'm sure that he got the he got the message that uh, Veracruz was not going to be not going to be in the in, in the first division anymore after this uh, after this season, and he got you know quote unquote sick, and he's not coaching. So who do they bring in, of course? But who who else you know would it be on on the America on the uh, Americas proxy team? And el uh, el cabezón Luna comes in and steers the ship until the inevitable imploding, which will happen at the end of the season. We'll, we'll and, see, man. I mean, it's, and it's... with all that, they beat Cruz Azul 3-1 to one in an empty stadium. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was <laughs> that was pretty incredible. That just... Cra- I mean, when, when the game started, and I, I just happened to catch the open, I was like, man, this stadium's... And, then I, and I didn't realize it was because they had to... They were vetados for... for and then, and this was they were they were they were bitching about oh you know we can't have our crowd not here because we're in the middle of the censo and they played their best game of the year in front of in front of nobody. <laughs> I remember seeing the score and thinking, like, like just typical of the league. Every time you start thinking like all right this team and then like they go ahead and lose like to to the worst to like the one team come on like 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 something like that like that's right. just a perfect example of, of or Leon beating Tigres last week. Yeah, I got something. Yeah. He wants to say something about that. We got a caller. Nadie dude de eso. Resultado, sí, horrible. Horrible. Pero nada más. No permito a nadie que dude de ninguno de mis jugadores porque cada partido demuestra que merece vestir ese escudo. He was going off on some reporter that was uh, telling them that they're a failure and he didn't want to admit it. MS. You're, you're a big fan, weren't you? Or are you? Uh, I was sort of, I was sort of hopeful. I guess it was like, like what John and I think uh, Joel was t- talking about earlier is the uh, the Spaniard, you know, the Spanish guy to come rescue us all. <laughs> well, that's not how how Joel and I put it, but uh, yeah, yeah, alternative facts from cheating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think, the, I think yeah. what we said was <laughs> that, that the guy gets a pass. Oh, okay. You know, he gets he gets a little more, uh, you know, more rope because of the fact that he is uh, not necessarily just Spanish, just just European. Oh, the other coaches would, would you know would never. It's like it. Americans with uh, with English accents. We just assume right. they're they're all geniuses, right? Yeah. So no, yeah, we, I was I was we were talking about that of him saying how, how um, you know I was saying for Cruz Azul and seeing what they're going through and how long they've been going through. For me, their best bet would have been someone that's proven commodity within Liga MX that is known to get results. I was actually hoping for Chepo to end up at Cruz Azul, which, 
you know, just given that, you know, his cousin was there. But he ended up at Santos. And uh Joel, just out of curiosity, your name is 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 isn't like like Joel de Jesus. Right? Was it Joel Eduardo? It is Joel Eduardo. Joel Eduardo Aceves de la Torre. No, no de la Torre, Hey, I have great respect. De la Torres are in la torre. I kind of disagree with you, though, man. I think with the, royalty, huh? I, I, I disagree in the, in the sense that you, at least, at least, if I were thinking like you know, we need to start like from, from start from the from the ground up and just build and and on a long term project. But you can't do that though. You're not a school, man, and you've got twenty years of not winning. You can't well, do no a, ground up stuff. Well, see, that, that's where I disagree. I, I I do think as long as you avoid relegation, um, let I mean you've already been losing. No one's expecting you to win. Everyone's but, okay, actually I'm, expecting you to lose. I, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something though, Dan. So, hold on. So I, I I'm just saying that as far as like just the the coaching pick, I personally think someone like like uh like John's boy and Jimmy would be kind of cool to go with like someone who's who's young and and eager and ambitious i think that and that knows the league so someone that 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 the players would respect <clears throat> someone that the players that could relate to as well el el piti el piti altamirano would be would be a great uh, he's coaching i think he's in in, in Querétaro's youth system actually that's where I think if 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 you want to think long term, uh, but I I do think that like even though this guy's uh, not not panning out so far, I still think firing him would be a bad idea. No, and, and but I'm gonna tell you the thing about Cruz Azul. They went from losing finals to not even qualifying to the Liga. Yeah. So that's that's where there's the urgency because. Well, the Before, problem at least Cruz they Azul were fighting that, for championships. Now they don't. Cruz Azul le puso todas las las canicas in 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 a in a handful of players, and those players got old and they haven't replaced them. Yeah, they yeah. they they took a long time to replace them. Was it Chaco, yeah. Chelito? No, like Torrado. And Torrado, Torrado. and uh, and uh, Castro, and and, and 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 some of the other. I mean, some of the the oh, uh, what's his name, Fausto Pinto, and. Uh, uh, man, that guy, I don't know, man. I hated that guy. He was good. I didn't like him. I was not. Well, I, he was. Effective. I don't know why. I just. I didn't like him. <laughs> Jeez, he, damn. Yeah, no, I was just like, what did, what did, what did, what did the Senor Pinto ever do to you, man? You just. I don't just, know, just man. Trashing the guy. Got that's gotcha, man. The other one who 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 bothered the hell out of me too was was Pineda, although I love him as a pundit. I never thought um, that he had earned it. I hated him on the national team. I mean, well, you know, I know why. I, well, I didn't hate him, but I knew that if he was playing, then Guardado wasn't, and that that really bummed me out. Because uh, I thought that Guardado, because that was Guardado, had that wicked shot, and I mean, and and, and that that to me was 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 reason. You know how like America has uh, Miki Arroyo just because of his free kicks. That to me was it, it was worth having Guardado on the field, to uh, you know just because of his shot back then because it was it was so good. Well, and back then he was like just a terror on the wings. Yeah, absolutely. The guy was just like I mean, just 
always just beat his defender and send in really dangerous crosses. I thought that he would be like a, like a Mark Overmars type. But uh, he's had a hell of a career, though. Yeah, he's 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 yeah. He, I mean, he's been a national team. Probably other than Rafa, been the guy that's been on the national team the longest. Because he's he started in, in in I guess in late '05 or early '06, and he's been on the team ever since. Eleven years is a good and and still starting, you know. And, no, you know, yeah, he's been he's been like a man. I'm I'm trying to think of a player who's had his position on lockdown more, longer than him. Yeah, and to think that uh, when uh, when Piojo was picking his team, Andres Guardado wasn't even on his radar, and Andres ended up playing a different. He's literally again. man. If you think about it, he's him and. Because he's been there a lot more than Rafa, actually, at least in recent years, it seems like. Because right. Rafa's a part timer, right? Or he's gone through his no, like, little hiatus. Right. I mean, Guardado's just been there forever. But but just but remember that uh, that before the the twenty fourteen World Cup, I mean, there was he the, the the chances of him going were were greater than him. I mean, I mean, of him not going were greater than him going, and he had that great game against Nigeria. That ended up being zero zero, where he busted his ass. I mean, you could tell that he knew that it was a tryout, and he just killed it. I mean, he had he had the he didn't score anything like that, but he had a, just a terrific game, and he just showed just a uh, just a ton of heart. Because I think that was in the middle of him having a really rough time with uh, with Valencia, because they were they were playing him out of position. He just you know he just wasn't equipped to, to handle the position. I think they had him on his left back, and it, you know he's not a left back at all. You know, I mean, at the very least, he was a, a carrilero, but he was, a, you know, he was a midfielder, and uh, he had that great uh, game with uh, against Nigeria and Atlanta, and then you know, Piojo ended up with him and 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 Herrera and and Gallito in the midfield, and they they were, you know, it was as good a midfield as Mexico's had in the World Cup in a long time. All three of them just had just had terrific World Cups. So yeah, he uh, he's definitely. Uh, Earned his earned his keep on the national team, and I mean, I, I, and, and, I, and I'm I understand why he gets the captain's armband when, when Rafa's not there because he's he's the old you know he's the old guy that's that's been there the longest. It's uh, and he's only what 28, 29, which is just crazy. I do think he's kind of past it though. Yeah, but that's all right. But that's all right. But you know he he and then you know did you see how he miraculously was able to uh, recover and play uh, for uh, for PSV when he when he got back to uh, to Europe? So he had the uh, didn't that happen at Geo also? Yeah, they both had. Well, Geo actually did get hurt. He did have the, <laughs> he did have the FIFA virus. Well, I mean, supposedly he didn't come out and play the second half of the game. So you know that'd be a very elaborate ruse if it was. Uh, but you know, Guardado, you know, gets hurt in the in, in the um, in the practice session, and then doesn't uh, doesn't play. Yeah, dress. Yeah, it was. Uh... But Jonathan played now. Now uh, I know you're a big fan of of Jonathan. He apparently yesterday he was injured in his game, but uh, apparently it was just uh, just a strain. Nothing was torn or, or or ripped, and it was in his hamstring area, which is uh, good news. Uh, for folks who, uh, I mean, if you if you saw the Twitter right after it happened, I mean, you thought that he, uh, you guys ever seen North Dallas Forty, the, no. the '70s movie about a about a about a professional football team? Well, there's a, a scene where uh, uh, the running back is having hamstring problems, 
and but the coach needs him to play, so he tells the doctor give him the you know, give him the injection. And so he, uh, you know, and he was one of these guys that like like just refused to, to take that kind of stuff. Like he didn't know how to react. He was like, he's like, it's my body, I can't do that. But it's a it's a business. So he takes the shot, and then like you know, halfway through the the fourth quarter, uh, toward the end of the movie, like he comes up, you know, pulling up his hamstring, and of course he just gets crushed by a player and knocked out the whole bit. And uh, I'm not saying that's what happened to, to Jonathan, but apparently Jonathan looked like he was, you know, just, you know, like a hamstring. It just snapped into the way people were describing it. But it turns out it was just merely. Uh, maybe he's so injury prone that he tends to maybe like. Over, over exaggerate. Yeah. Maybe he's, you know, he's just extra cautious when he feels something that maybe he's a little extra protective once he feels something not right. quite right. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised, man. He busted his ass in that game in uh, in Mexico City. Uh, I mean, there's no question he was the guy that that ran the most. I pulled my Achilles tendon getting out of bed four four or five years ago. Five Dude, years I ago, got, I got you one better. But go ahead, continue. And every morning, I think about it before I get when I get out of bed. Yeah. I'm I'm conscious of it. Even the first thing I wake up, that's what I think about when I'm actually getting out of bed. Just be careful. I pulled my Achilles tendon celebrating Rafa's goal against Argentina when they were playing in Leipzig. Oh. And it still hurts. Imagine if they had won, it would be like such a great like war story. Yeah, it happened it happened in the in the cozy comfort of my own house. That's uh that that's my war story. Wow. It's unfortunate. Yes, it is. I wish I had a better story, but uh, but but that's uh, that's that's so how you, it happened. You walked around in a boot for several weeks. No, I didn't walk around in anything. I just you know just hurt myself. Oh yeah, that, no, no, that's not as bad as uh, when I was uh, at Lake Travis. This was a couple years later, and I was wearing uh, guaraches that have the you know the th- uh, what, stuff I never wear the the thing that you stick between your toe, the big toe, and the and and, and the rest of them. Yeah, I and, gotcha. And I was going down the steps, these concrete steps in Lake Travis, and the lake was a little low, so it was like it was like step, step, step. Well, my my wadache popped, and I slipped, and I ended up going down eight steps on my bottom, and uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it broke my tailbone, and my tailbone I think it took about six years to heal. Yeah, so that was uh, that was very unpleasant, and I had to fly to San Diego like two days later. It was it was the worst flight of my life. Serge has a comment for you guys. Oh. If you want to check it out. Hey, um, going back to Cruz Azul, though, here, here's a scenario. You have two two players that come into the league, to, into Mexico to play. Foreigners. One goes to Pumas and one goes to Cruz Azul. Carterucho, Carterucho, whatever his name is, and uh, Nico Castillo. Pumas and Cruz Azul, two teams that are not like the hugest, but... Nico Castillo does excellent. I'm, I'm going to have to stop you right there. Cruz Azul spends it, uh, about ten times more money than Pumas does. But go ahead. Well, well, yeah, that's that's a part from what I'm saying. Though I'm saying that two two players come in, they aren't like huge players, but the guy that goes to Cruz Azul ends up sucking it up and being called quemado and all this stuff. So it's, it's there's like a curse or something, man. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's just. It's just spreading throughout the entire organization. You know, they, they go through this about every five, six years or so, and then uh, you know they'll 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 make the 
you know, they'll make the moves. And honestly, when they got, I mean, I mean you know, remember there are a couple of moves that, that, that normally you would think that seemed to work out for Cruz Azul, but this, but this one did. It was when they got, uh, was it Aldo Leal from Morelia? Is that the guy's name? Who was just terrific with Morelia. And then they may have gotten the other guy too. Uh, Jefferson Montero. I can't remember if, uh, if they got both of them, but I know they got out And he just never really panned out. And it never really, uh, it never really worked worked out for them for him. And it seemed like they haven't really recovered from that. They haven't found found the guy to build a team around. And that's why it's just shocking to me that that that, that Chaco still plays as much as he does because uh, he's just not. I mean, he's that that's not what he should be doing right now. They should they should be you know doing with somebody ten years younger. You know, I love Chaco to death. Don't get me wrong, but. I completely agree. I think it's it's sad that, that they're actually depending on somebody yeah. at this stage. Exactly. I mean, it's just you know, it's got to be it's got to be hard on him too. I'm sure that he's you know just dying inside, you know, you know, giving it his all. Well, just think about it. I mean, he's only going to get worse. So how much? And if the whole team is centered around him, how better? How much better can the team get? Exactly. It's uh, it's it, it, it is an unfortunate situation for Cruz Azul. But you know they 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 can make some 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 moves and changes for the next season that 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 could end up working out really well. Now, Joel, it seems like all of these moves that haven't panned out have uh, have a certain uh, family member's fingerprints all over this. You know, may, may, maybe not everything they touch turns to gold. You're talking about. I'm talking Yayo about Yayo. Yayo. Well, he's only been there one season now, so. Yeah, but he know. was the one that, that brought in the coach and brought in the, all these extra players. See, and that's the other thing: mid-season changes like that, never, like they they hardly ever work. That they, they do do some good. Um, a general guy, he's a midfielder. I'm reading his name right now. He's he's a really good player. Kusul, you guys know what I'm talking about? No, and see, and that's the problem, Joel, is, is that, you know, Cruz Azul doesn't have that one referente that they, oh, that's Cruz Azul. They just don't have that. When the guy is still Chaco, there's a problem. No, I mean, yeah, because that's, that's from, that was from um, all the bad movements they made. I mean, think of how many, uh, how many players, there, I mean, you know, Aquino left. Then, you know, that didn't work. The one that was a real killer, and it wasn't any, by any fault of their own. I think that this goes to what you uh, what you've talked about in the past, Joel, is uh, was that kid Martin Galvan that that uh, in all the years of reading Tim Vickery, he hardly ever uh, mentioned like 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 young prospects. You know, once yeah. in a blue moon, he mentioned a Mexican player. It was the first time I ever saw him mention a Mexican player. Was when he mentioned Martin Galvan. I said, said this kid is a special talent. And then he whatever it is that he did. And then, and then, then uh, where he got suspended, I'm sure that uh, we can come up with a few things that probably could have possibly happened. He was inviting lady friends to his concentration camps uh, with the well, youth, with the youth national team as well. Right. He would, he would uh, organize. I guess, I guess, I guess, my thing is, it was I don't necessarily think the fact that he was inviting lady friends was the problem. I think <laughs> it was, it was particular lady friends that he was inviting. I think was was what the problem was. Yeah. But, well, uh, the the player I was thinking about is Martin Rodriguez. So he's that I, he's one that, I, that, that I'm thinking about or that you're thinking about. No, 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 me for Cruz Azul. 
of, of the players brought in. Never even heard of the guy. He's, he's, a top, he's a top prospect in Chile, so he he might not be in this. I guess for the next World Cup cycle, he's he should be fighting for a spot in the team. For Chile? But, but he's with Cruz Azul right now? Yeah, he was Colo Colo, and he was one of the top-rated players. And uh, but it, it, he's it, twenty-two. It, he's twenty-two right now. Is he playing well for Cruz Azul yet? Is he, he playing at all for Cruz Azul? No, yeah, he's playing. He has. All right. a couple games. Alejandro Benitez has been the main player for the past year, so who's been good. But now that um, they mix in this other new dude, Cautelucho. Cautelucho quemado. Sort of like messes up his game, and, and Benitez, you haven't hear from, you don't hear from him. At all. Yeah, it's, it's, Mar- it's, it's Mar- Martin Cauterucio, but they call him Carterucho Quemado, you know, Car- Cartucho Quemado. Right. So, <laughs> too, over there. He was doing good for Santos, wasn't he? He was like the corner king and stuff. Yeah, and Carterucho, eight games, zero goals. I think he's only scoring in the, in the cup. And Copa MX is the only time he's got a hat trick. Same as, same as uh, Pulido. Pulido, sorry. He's well, Pulido, Pulido does have four goals in the league, but he's not going to be the uh, the leader goleador. It's going to be he's not the, 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 the twenty the, million. The Chilean player that Pumas hit the jackpot on, and Nico Castillo, who's been terrific. But now, now, now Chiquis, you and I have been watching Pumas all season. He's been good since the first game because I think you, you and I both. Uh, yeah, exactly. We saw that game. We're like, wow, this guy, this guy's got something. And he was, uh, so he, so he, he came in guns blazing, and he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't really stopped. And he's a big dude, like Cauteru Chotanos, also. So they're similar. And uh, yeah, he's a, uh, and then and I want to say he earned a call. He, you know, he was another one that came back with, uh, with, with, with the FIFA virus. Although, although he got it, he he got it playing. Instead of you know before he before he played, but he's been terrific. Obviously, you know he's he's a leader goleador with eight goals, and uh, you know he's got Pumas in the Liguilla hunt right now. Which, which frankly, is a Pumas fan with 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 how things go. It's it's all you can ask for at this point. Uh, you know we we as Pumas fans we we understand and appreciate what it is that we're trying to do. And uh, uh, to me, sometimes. Uh, you know, I think Liguilla is, is plenty, and if you if, if you get stuff beyond that, then it's great. And uh, and this seems to happen more often than not, especially if they get some of the special ones. But we'll uh, that's a discussion for for another day. But they did beat Tawadas three zero, and uh, and uh, Chikis, you you said that you, you that you were you did not cambiar gatos at one point throughout the entire <laughs> match. You stayed you stayed true to your Pumas. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was surprised to see Gallardo score too. He. he uh... Playing real good, yeah, he did. He uh, he reminds me a lot of remember that guy Fernando uh, Morales that was uh, I think the thing was in the Surdo Morales that was just really good, but was but just constantly injured and just he just ended up, you know, they just had to give it because he just he just he could not stay healthy. Uh, Gallardo reminds me of when when Morales was healthy and played well, he played just like Gallardo did. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to see a guy uh, develop his career because you're right, he he's. He's pretty talented. I, I didn't. I did not realize uh, some of the stuff that he can do. I know that uh, against Tigres, he had uh, in the in the Champions League. He also had some some long runs where 
you know, he had like a 30, 40 yard run where he was able to weave through guys and, and, and shoot, but he didn't score, but he did that. Uh, I think in, in, in the last goal that he got, or I guess it's the second goal was a goal that was similar to that, where he ran through like three or four guys and, and, and then shot and scored. So yeah, yeah hopefully, uh, hopefully things will, uh, will, will work out, uh, will work out for him. Another thing. That now, might- do you think Nassassun- Go ahead. Chiquis. Yeah, real, real quick. Uh, over the weekend, the uh, Aviles Hurtado goal, and uh, apparently he's like uh, naturalized Mexican or something. We're calling for him for the national team. But that goal that that Chilena he scored, I was pretty slick, man. On the- yeah, it, w- it was good, but the, he has to meet the FIFA's rule of uh, living in a country for five years before they consider nationalized uh, players. So he's not eligible. As he gets back, okay. And he wouldn't be eligible until 2018, and I'm not sure what. What date follows? Uh, if it's early 2018 or, or, or later, but the right as of now, he is he is not eligible. But it was a fantastic goal. It was a it was a Chilena goal for those of you who have seen. It's probably the best goal uh, in the well, easily the best goal of the season. Probably best goal of the two seasons. It was it was a really terrific goal. He just took it uh, from the air on a corner kick, right and right into the corner of the net with a Chilena. It was it was fantastic. It was uh, it was a, it was a really really nice goal. That was a that was a that was a crazy game too. That three three uh, Tijuana Atlas game it was uh, it was it was it was very entertaining. Atlas, unfortunately for them, uh, they are kind of the opposite of Morelia, where they've had some very mediocre seasons. Where like I think it was like three or four where they didn't get to twenty points, but they've been propped up by their last like like the the last two seasons and the and the that they used to consider the porcentaje where they had a 30 point season and a 29 point season. Those are going off the books. And then they have a bunch of, you know, 16, 17. So they are going to be plunged into the ascenso atlases because of, because, because of that fact. So they really, they really, really need to get as many points as they possibly can in this tournament to help them kind of keep a focus. Otherwise they're going to be, they're going to be in trouble next year for sure. So that's uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Joel, are you are you still are you still bullish on Veracruz uh, to stay up, or do you think that now that uh, Maestro is uh, no longer coaching, you uh, you don't necessarily have that same uh, interest uh, to, to root for them? Yeah, there there seems to be a lot of stuff going on, and the owner, I think, is Cudi, seems more interested in running for mayor of Veracruz. So there's there's a lot of extra conscious stuff going on. I'm not totally aware of. So I did I did lose faith. Do you think it's gonna ultimately uh, send them? But the thing about Veracruz though is that they'll just buy another team and they'll 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 they'll, they'll, they'll you know for whatever reason uh, tele, the uh, Liga MX just seems to love having teams in Veracruz. So. And it's really good for the league because they have they have one of the coolest nicknames in, in all of sports. That they do, though. Yeah. And a great history in the stadium with with um you know El, el Pirata What's it? Luis Pirata Fuente. Luis Pirata Fuente. The, the mules caught up to me, uh you know. how, many he, mules, how many mules did you have, Joel? Just, just two, but the amount of vodka was is, is pretty generous. But Fuente was one of the first Mexicans to go abroad, and he, he played in Spain. He played in Argentina. You know, he was one of those – he was one of our top players from back then. Right. He just wherever he went, he could, you know – And Veracruz has won titles too. So, um, 
that's that's one player that I, I would forget. You know, there's a stadium named after him, and and a lot of Mexico fans probably don't know too much about him. So hint, hint, John, maybe uh, yeah, an article should be done. You know, uh, about Luis Pirata Fuente. Yes, good, good Sir Fuentes, man, and. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's one team who's been mismanaged for a long time. I mean, since I've been watching them, they have been yo-yoing from second division, first division. They have been, and uh, that's uh, one thing I also noticed about Veracruz is that they always they don't seem to do it as much bef- uh, before, but it was always like the, the the soft landing for for America problem coaches and problem players. Or just just players that they need to, you know, keep an eye on for whatever. I mean, even Guatemala get that a plane in Veracruz for a season or two. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In in one season with Veracruz, Guatemala took them to super leader. Uh, in that in that. Right. I was just thinking, that what if Guatemala would have went to Cruz Azul? Could he have lifted the curse from Cruz Azul and taken them to some type of glory? <laughs> Only Guatemala. Man, why is it? Why did Guatemala go into politics and not coach? Man, he would have been a terrific coach. Yeah, that would, that would have been. Uh, Maybe he's looking out for his little, uh, little homies from Tepito. His little, uh, you know, he's looking out. Okay, trying to improve things for for people. Right. The other thing about Veracruz, you know, people also have to understand is that it's a very old city, and they have, um, uh, you know, believe it or not, it's a port city as well. So it is a city that has a little bit more cash than than, than other places. So they have uh, folks that are that are, that have the ability to uh, purchase teams uh, pretty easily and regularly, and we've seen that. So. It would not surprise me at all, even if Veracruz does go into the uh, second division, that they somehow miraculously make it back and and, and are back in first division. But uh, best part about them, uh, at least for me, is is, is are the the shark themed numbers on the backs of their jerseys. Last season they had like little shark bites and some of the numbers, and then this season they have like the, the gills. If y'all didn't notice, they have like the the three lines. That look like gills. They have those in their numbers, which I think is is is, is just it's a, a nice little design touch to remind folks you know, who they are. I do. Uh, I didn't notice that. I do like that. Now, Dan uh, Santos one one zero. They finally got off the Schneider. They did not give up the late goal, and uh, they've they've thrust themselves back into position. Uh, no, should I ask Joel or should I ask or should I? Ask? No, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask because I know we have. The man who's who's keeping a close eye on Santos as well, but the will last was Dan. Dan is uh oh Dan headed out. Dan headed out. Yeah. Oh, so he did. I was looking at the wrong. I was looking at the at our at our at our, at our chat page. And uh, you know, Rafael de Leon says what, what what kind of what we've all been echoing is is that it's been ages since Cruz Azul signed a good foreign player that hadn't already played in Liga MX and. Uh, you know, maybe it was a Lucho Figueroa, Joel, and, and Chiquis was 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 their last real good foreign player that they signed that hadn't been playing in the league. Could be. I don't really keep tabs on that team, though, John. Yeah, that's not. It's Cruz Azul is not on your radar, Joel. Nah, uh, they used to be. Now, now we just it became like a meme. For the lols. They're, yeah. They're, <laughs> 
<laughs> just watch for the laughs. Just the fans meltdowns and all that. So you like Cruz Azul because of the because of the cra- of the of the train wreck aspect of it. No, that's just where it got to for me. Um, but I, I used to go. I, I went when they when they were when they were in the Libertadores. I was following that team. I had to go pay to watch them in the final with Boca. That's that's when you had when you still had Circuito Cerrado. Right. Who was the uh, the real famous uh, fan of theirs that uh, that made the rounds last year? What was her name? Lady Cementera, Lady <laughs> Lady Makina. Hey, here we go. Well, there, there were two of them. There were there, there, there were competing. Uh, yeah, there's two competing ladies. I'll have to see if I can fire that up. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I, I sure hope that they uh, that they they get it going again because they're a, you know, to me, they're a historic team. They're a team that uh, has has traditionally been extremely strong and have consistently, you know, we always laugh and make fun of them for 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 losing out on finals and stuff. But but the fact is, is that they've made, you know, you you can't lose a final without playing in it. And uh, they've they've played in a whole bunch of finals over the past ten years. Uh, maybe not recently, but uh, they have played in them. So that 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 to me is a team that, uh, because of the fact of its history and its tradition, you, you know, it need it makes the league better when a team like that plays well. So hopefully they'll 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 get it going again. But uh, it just seems like they have they have a hard time getting that going with the. Uh, with their player personnel moves and front office moves and, and coaching moves, it just nothing is going right for them. So we're having we're having dueling, <laughs> dueling lady machinas right now. That's the other one. That's the other one. This is lady, this is lady Samantha. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff. Speaking of that, remember when? Oh, I think it was a Chivas fan when he was crying and hitting the wall. And they're saying, oh. <laughs> saying, "Look, look, look at your son." I forget what they were saying. That was hilarious. They're like, "Yeah, well, like, oh, yeah." <laughs> that was one uh, where a Cruz Azul fan was was it uh, was burning his shirt, and then a Chivas fan is walking by, <laughs> whistles at him, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, there was actually out of the that I posted for y'all today. Uh, when Chaco was being was being interviewed, uh, I guess when they got back from the airport this morning or last night, and you see this this mob of people there. You know, there's a dude holding an America scarf on. This is all the MMAs. It was fantastic. It was exactly what you would want from. Uh, hey, we got a call from uh, California. We have a caller. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Wait, well, we do have a caller. Who's who? who who has graced us with 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 their presence here this evening? Thank you very much. It's uh, it's Sergio. Sergio, how are you, sir? Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. We're doing uh, doing well as well. Thank, thanks very much for calling. Uh, Sergio, do you have a question, question or comment? Um, no. <laughs> do, do, do you do you have? 
do you have an opening tirade that you want to get off your chest? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. You uh, do. Okay. So, so Joel had like, like how many mules did he have? Two, three. He said Just he two. had two, but he said that they were very liberal. Solo dos. Solo dos. Con diablo. Where, where did where'd you, where where did you get them? No, I, I made it myself. Ah. They're, they're easy to make. Just three ingredients. I don't know, man. I'm just a little bummed about not being invited. Why well, I'm, I'm in my room, though. You, so, you, you, search. Can, you can invite him there, man. You can. <laughs> What's the problem? Pour him a drink. So, where? Yeah. You're in your room? Yeah, that's true. That's put true. A, I could, a, have, I could a, have done put that. Put a little music on. Candles. Light a candle. candle. A little Barry White. <laughs> Set the Barry, mood. Barry White actually hung out in a park right by my house. Yeah? 51st in Avalon. Uh, like I, I don't know if this comparison is works with the uh, Liga Mekis, but uh, you know you often hear about big market teams. When big market teams do well, then it's good for the league. You know, like when big market uh, teams in the NFL or big market NBA teams do well, then it's just good for the NBA because people are engaged, people watch, and uh, I don't know if that's could you apply that to Liga Mekis? Like if Cruz Azul, like historic teams, right? Like absolutely. There's I'm, no question. Like if they do well, the the bit the, the the highest rated Liga Mekis game, at least it started rating games ever, was the final between Chivas and Pumas. Two massively popular teams, and then nothing's even come close. Because you get bandwagoners, you get bandwagoners that want to go and be fans. Yeah. Tigres or America, whoever's doing good at the time. <laughs> See, I don't necessarily think it has to be like big market teams, but as long as but, but but popular teams, absolutely, there's no question. I mean, I mean, I think of the Packers in the in the in the NFL. I mean, you know, Green Bay is a tiny market, but they are a massively popular team nationally. So yeah, I think it absolutely uh, is, is better for the league when they have those teams, the, the the popular teams, the teams that have more tradition, the teams that have more uh, more more follow. It absolutely makes it better because it you know obviously it may, it's better business for the league and it's. You know, it's it, it, it's teams that uh, attract a lot of attention, not just uh, to watch, but for schleps like us that like to talk about it. So yeah, I mean, we talk about we talk about the same four teams every week. You know, we might talk about some other teams, you know, here and there, but uh, you know, we'll talk about Santos just because Dan's on the show. But I mean, everything else is <laughs> <laughs> like my boy, man. Yeah. So I mean, we talk. Uh, you know, we talk Pumas, Chivas. We talk Chivas and America practically more than anything, and that's it. Just it's so I don't know if the word is ironic or just or just pathetic that you know after years of complaining about man, all these stupid shows ever talk about are freaking Chivas and freaking America that that I'm on a podcast that we spend fifty percent of our time speaking about those two teams. It's a, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace, but it's what uh, it, it, it's what unfortunately it's what the people want. It's what the people want. So we we, we Joel, I think you said that we we have to give it to him, right? Got to play the hit. Yes, yes, sir. That's right. Also, like uh, going on going on that topic, um, La Liga. You see, uh, Johnny Rico always stayed on La Liga because it's a coin flip for the champion, and that's that's sort of like a thing for for that. 
I sure hope that uh, that that blending is good. Or something. <laughs> oh, you make a pina, a pina colada? What's going on over there? Uh, it sounds like 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 Joel has graduated from from Moscow Mules. He's now making banana daiquiris. No, that's not me. Oh, okay. But no, no, but but uh, so do you do you think then, Chiquis, uh, that? Uh, that the, the Liga Mekis has more reason to watch because of the fact that it's so open and then teams are so more are so much more evenly matched. Or do you prefer to see a, a league where only two teams dominate? No, I think it's a positive because you're because the the positive that Serge is bringing up is uh, that you have more teams that are bigger or more popular like Tigres, Pumas. There's a handful of teams, whereas in La Liga, they have two superpower teams of the whole world. That's basically doing. Up. Right, you have the Atletico and things like that. But if if Ronaldo and Messi weren't in that league, and Real Madrid and Barcelona champions, you know, didn't you know went three and out, the equivalent of three and out in Champions League, and that league would probably suffered pretty bad. I guess he wants to see just a, a coin toss for the winner when there, when there's not the huge players out there. So yeah, yeah, I think League MX has the advantage there. Any league has the advantage that has multiple teams that are pretty good. You know, people were talking earlier about. Uh, I had a lot of people talking earlier about some about Chucky and then whether he should go. You know, if he ends up going to Europe, where 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 would his best landing place be? I don't think La Liga would be a good landing place. I think that the Bundesliga would be a much better landing place for him. I think the Bundesliga, because exactly of, of what you said, yes, they have the super team, and that's fine. But you know, I think the Bundesliga has, has come to accept the fact. Okay, so they're going to win the league. We're going to you know try and get the other places, and then and then and then that's what that's where the competition is. Because I mean, it is talk about you know teams that go up and down in, in, in a league, uh, you know more so than anywhere else. So then I, I would much prefer to see Chucky go to, to go to the Bundesliga than I would to see him go to La Liga. Absolutely, I I think so anyway. I, I think it's just a better. I think, I think that it fits the Mexican player better. I think it's a, it's a more attractive style of soccer. Yeah, I tend, I tend to agree. Um, and it might be because of Chicharita opened things up and also towards like maybe the uh, the, the failures, not full-on failures, but the hard times Mexican Mexicans have had in uh, La Liga. Like they haven't blown up like Chicharito has in uh, Massa. Well, he had the one. I mean, he has not had a good season this season, Ticharito. I mean, he's been okay. You know, he's and lately he's been injured. You know, he's another one that had the came back with the FIFA virus. A lot, a lot of guys came back with the FIFA virus, but uh, the uh, I mean, I personally believe that the Bundesliga as a whole is is a very dynamic league. I think I think it's very entertaining. Um, any Bundesliga, I mean, even some of the lower level teams, it's just like, they just play a much more uh, offensive version of soccer than, than you see anywhere else in uh, in Europe. It seems like just, just can consistently. So that that's why I think it's uh, for offensive young offensive players. I think that, that that that's that's a great place to learn more so than La Liga. Just my personal my personal opinion. 
Yeah, and uh, we saw like we saw Barcelona just rip apart Sevilla, coached by uh, I think Juan's homie. Yeah, where where is Cambiar? He hasn't been on the show in like, in like months. What is going on with him? Is he is is he not good enough for us anymore? I think it's not. This is his work, John. He's been coaching. Dude, you can't tell me that he's coaching eight year olds at at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I think so. No. You, you think that he's 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 just you know at nine o'clock just riding these kids. Got to get better. Got to get you know you know at nine o'clock and I making him do up up downs and. No, no, but I, I think that just means some of the other chores he has. He has to do them after after right. no, coaching I games. Obviously, you know we love Juan, and, he's, and he always brings some really good uh, insight as far as you know, like a, a coach's mind, which I really appreciate. And I, I wish he's, maybe, he's been maybe, missing since February, since that Mexico Molero. Really? Oh, that's right. Joel, there's not more to that story, is there? Are you are you are you inviting us to, to pry? No, no, that's just or just or just a just a just a, a minor uh, coincidence. That's just coincidence, John. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe you guys got into uh, just such a such a massive chiva contra chiva that it. Uh, that that that, that maybe you know, maybe you beat him so bad in the Chiva contra Chiva that he hasn't uh, he hasn't been back. No, the, you know, Chiva contra Chiva, we won't really know till like a year or two from now. Wow! So so you so you plant you plant bombs that don't go off. Pretty much, yeah. For a year or two. That is, wow. <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah, because one of our main, you know, where we disagree upon, I mean, what we disagree the most is uh, Jose Luis El Huero Real. So he, he blames uh, you know, we, Real. For, we, we haven't noticed. <laughs> so he blames Real for the lack of drop in quality of, of youth. Um, because he thinks that Hans was the way to go. He, You know, and then Hans did bring valuable things, but... Hans came in when the table was set, you know? He wasn't at the team that long, if you look at his timeline. Right. And he never was going to be at the team that, that long. And, and a lot of those youth players, a lot of a lot of that talent had been getting worked on for years. He didn't just pluck him out and then, you know, put him to play. These guys had been competing for years. Uh, but anyways, uh, Real is at He's at Toluca, so let's see how that works. And it's gonna take good two, three years. Uh, is the same with with um with the um pelado. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, pelado, kind of pelado too. Same with Almeida at Chivas, who's taken over the the youth coaching. You know, so it's gonna take a long time to see what the results are of of those some of those changes. You know, I think uh, I think we have uh, we have another caller, perhaps. Another caller, yeah. yeah, from Texas. Another caller from Texas. It's fantastic. Where where about in Texas are you calling from, and and uh, and, and who are we who are we speaking with? Rafa. I'm sorry. Rafa, aquí en Oak Cliff, in Dallas. In Oak Cliff. Hey. 
Y en, 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 ¿cómo se llama, señor? Rafa. Rafa de León, man. Rafa de León, calling from Oak Cliff. How's it going, Rafa? Okay. A ver, a ver mi, my question is uh, Tigres or Pachuca in the final. Digo, yo, yo soy Tigres, pero pues not feeling good at all, you know? No, no, I have, I have a, but a real good friend of mine is uh, born in Chihuahua, lived in Monterrey for a long time. When I ask him, he says, soy Tigre, pero le voy a Rayados. Do you feel the same way? No, no. No? Not at all. So, uh, as this is good that we have a Tigres fan on. I don't think we've ever, this is our first Tigres fan, I think. You know, that's, uh, that, that's good for us. Hey, here he is, here he is. Oh, you broke it, Jerry. So, congratulations, that's we have our first Tigres fan. We were, we were asking, we were talking earlier, would a Tigres fan enjoy just making the Club World Cup or, or, or doing better than Monterrey at the, at the Club World Cup? So would, would that trump them being there three times, if, say, if Tigres makes the final or even wins it? I think it would. Because, like, Mexican teams have underperformed for so long in that tournament, you know? And right. It would just be a, a bragging point. Now, you obviously watched the game tonight. Your 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 Tigres uh, did 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 it play out about about as uh, what 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 you thought would happen? Yeah, I mean, like like honestly, I don't I don't like Duca that much to be honest. I feel like he's a just if it wasn't for luck, he'd shit the bed in pretty much every final except for that Santos one five years ago. You stand on my body, see qué carajo tengo que hacer? How dare you, sir? No, please continue. Well, I, continue. I, I, like, I really mean that, though. I mean, like, he, he gave up a three-goal, like, aggregate lead against Pumas. Like, it took, like, a miracle, hey. like, a minute. Hey, and- there was no way that he was going to just walk out of a final against Pumas like that. He had to – he knew he had to make it interesting. He knew he had to pay his respects. But please continue. Oh, no, no. The deal with that final is that my wife still brings that up to to this day. But, but Tigres won, so what's the big deal? Oh no, they won, they won. But but it's like I remember telling her, "Oh, I'm gonna watch like one half with my dad," you know, and like like Tigres has this by the ass, and none, none's gonna happen. And you know, like I ended up staying there till like eleven thirty, and she was mad. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you this: as as a Tigres, I know that Tigres won the game, and I and I and I get that, and I respect that, and I have to deal with it. But after Pumas goes 3-3, right? And Lalo Herrera hits the post like in the minute 88 or 89 or whatever it was. You know what play I'm talking about? And think he ultimately gets uh, red carded on it. No, no, wasn't it like him like knocking in the Briseño? Well, yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, and it was a foul, but like, but he was chasing a, a shot of his that actually had hit the post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when that, when that ball hit the post, I'm just curious. I'm um, I'm just curious what your reaction was. I mean, did, did how 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 high did your heart go into your throat when when you saw that? Like I thought it was like okay, like it goes the extra time, and you know you can kind of like if you get the extra time, you can kind of you know settle things down a bit though. But 
it was it was it definitely rose the blood pressure. It uh, so you know you you're not a Tuca fan. Let's see, uh, <clears throat> Alex. How what was your first uh, what was your first memory of uh, of being a Tigres fan? What, what uh, or, or well, I guess I'll ask you what I ask everybody else. How did how did the Sorting Hat pick Tigres for you? What what uh, give give us your Tigres history? Yeah, having my summers in like Monterrey and having like my cousins be fans, like you're kind of like just uh, kind of like grow into it, right? So, so, so they were the, they they were the influence then. Yep. Interesting. Well, listen, we really appreciate the call. Thank, uh, thank you very, very much. Uh, do you have any other uh, question or comments before we let you go? Uh, man, like, I mean, I guess the the one is going to be like uh, about the gold cup. Like who, like uh, in terms of strikers, who's going? Because I mean, it's, it'll get here quicker than we think. I mean, like we're already in April and we're talking July. It's like two months out. Well, uh, Joel, I think that uh, you probably have a pretty good idea of who is going to who's going to be the the guys in the gold cup, don't you, Joel? Well, they're going with the Liga MX heavy team. Right, which is but they said they're, they they're going to limit it four. Guy. But they're going to limit it from four to th- uh, four players per team. Like, like you can only take. Uh, you know, yeah, Julio, Julio, obviously Saldivar, those guys have been getting called up. Yes, yeah, so 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 Chivas is going to get four players called up. Who is? So it's going to be Pulido and Saldivar. So those will be the strikers, right? Yeah, um, and then and then two more. So probably if Pizarro's back, it'll probably be him. And 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 would the fourth one be? La Chofis? It could very well be. I mean, depending on the lineup, because he also likes using Alanis. Uh, yeah, but Alanis will probably uh, will probably go uh, to the Confed Cup. So he really? would be, yeah, Oh, absolutely. Over over Nestor Araujo? I think they're both going. They're all. Yeah, they're both on the call. Yeah, yeah, they're both on. Yeah, they're both going. He'll uh, Alanis will be the. Uh, He'll be the guy that comes in if someone, you know, if someone is suspended, like in the third game. He'll be he'll he'll be the guy that comes in for that. Hey, well, I mean, we got enough depth. I'm uncomfortable with whatever team they, they but, pull up. You know, that reminds me. I have I have I have a queja uh, about uh, about the, the 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 card rule in the in, in the qualifier. It has to be more than two two cards to be suspended. It has to be at least three to get suspended for a game. Two cards is way too little. I mean, it's it's something that's part of the game, and uh, there's no reason you have to. I mean, in in the in the professional league, what is it? Is it five? Yeah, I agree. Three. Yeah. So three. I mean, it has to be three. I mean, if if, if they're making these guys play ten games, I, I I think three cards is more than sensible. Yes, especially when a lot of times you could get a card where the ref messed up. You know. Right. It wasn't really a foul or, or merited. But... Or if you know, I mean, sometimes you gotta take a guy down. You know, uh, who was it, Gallito in the Croatia game? He got a yellow card because it was a counterattack, and he had to. And, and he, you know, and, and then that, that to me is just part of the game. And uh, it's, uh, I understand sitting for him. I get that, but I mean, I think that. You know, especially in, like in the World Cup, it's now two to the quarterfinals. That's insane. 
So anyway, that's just that's just my little uh, my little my little gecha of the of the evening before we uh, before we we move on. So we do have this final. So it's going to be Tigres Pachuca in the in the Conca Champions coming up. Uh, I, I would assume that uh, Tigres would be the uh, the early favorite uh, uh, to win that. I'm sure uh, uh, Mr. De Leon would 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 agree with us. Now, should I think that uh, if 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 Tuca doesn't get to go to the uh, World Cup, then uh, should, should should the Club World Cup be a nice consolation for him? I think that, that, I think that that's pretty reasonable. Let's say, let's say both. Okay, what well, what team do you think would have a better chance of of, of having a better Club World Cup tournament? Uh, Pachuca or Tigres? No, I think Tigres. Tigres, just the overall experience. Because Pachuca will likely be without, uh, you know, their key player who would be uh, uh, Irving, who had a terrific game last night. I think that that's – and uh, he, he took – they actually – did you did y'all – you didn't get to watch the game, Joel. They ran a package of how many how many times he'd been fouled in the game, like like, like toward the end of the second half, and it was what was like like ten or eleven at some point. I mean, didn't it go about that high? Uh, Chiquis, you know what I'm talking about? He would count them with his fingers every time the every time he'd get fouled, he'd like hold up his hands and tell the ref, "This is how many times they fouled me." <laughs> he was keeping track. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy. But uh, you know he had a, he had a good game last night, and it was uh, you know he got the the two goals after after FC Dallas had tied it had tied the aggregate score, and it looked like it was going extra time. They got one with uh, ten fifteen seconds to go in the in stoppage time. It was just uh, it was an unbelievable uh, finale for that. Uh, for just unfortunate for soccer fans that that like seeing extra time like I do. I was uh, hoping to to see that, but uh, you know the, that that's how it worked out. And then Tigres uh, won uh, tonight with uh, giving up an early goal, but then getting two second-half goals by Gignac and also by La Chinindrina, who came on again and just does what La Chinindrina does. And they won 2-1, and uh, th- that'll be the final. So uh, probably the two uh, best teams in the tournament uh, at the beginning are the two best teams in the end. And, uh, you know, they definitely beat the third-best team in the tournament, which was FC Dallas. So. Chiquis, are you gonna are you gonna watch the and I'll say now here I'm assuming Chiquis that you're gonna rule for Tigres because it's one of your one of your cat teams so yeah and I have uh, families Tigres fans and they hate Monterrey so yeah I mean I, I think it depends on how they'll do in the in this league the next uh, apertura um, hopefully they don't run into uh, Know, they don't run deep in the league and have the same thing that happened. Maybe they have some, a little bit of rest or some rhythm. And uh, I think it's a good rest over there. I, I think, Chiquis, that that, that that noise could only mean one thing, and that's that we have another caller. Uh, I, oh, he dropped off. That was him dropping off. Oh, that was him dropping off. Oh, well, see, now I'm getting all excited. And people, are, people, are, people are dropping off. Okay. Fair enough. Chivas plays Puebla, Joel. Uh, do, you, do you even need to watch? Should we, should we go ahead and uh, and put Chivas down on our quiniela? 
He should, yeah. That should be a good win. Try to regain the super liderato that they lost to Toluca. And, uh, you know, one team we haven't talked about tonight, you know, I was sitting there, you know, pissing and moaning about us talking about two. We haven't brought up America all night. And they had a big, big win uh, over over Monterrey. And uh, they are right where we, you know, right where we thought that, at least uh, uh, Hole and I thought, right where they we thought they'd be a slow start and, and, and building momentum. They got a big win. And, uh, but, but you know what, America... And, and I think it's kind of eventually it might catch up to them. Just losing a player who was at Aguilar. They got banned for a year. Yes. And then their striker got injured. But I, be, I believe the ban was lifted. And and, oh. and, and, and and what a shock! No one, no one is, no one is bitching about it. <laughs> well, they took it to the to to the task. But I, I do think it, it was exaggerated, uh, especially Look, since the ref didn't even write it down as a, as a falta. Right. I mean, there's there's no, yeah, there's no question. Yeah, I mean, did they, yeah, it was. You know, but, but the ref in his report, he didn't, you know. Yeah, but he said that his report was changed. <laughs> oh. Okay. He said that his, his report had been altered. See, that that's your call for it. That's the real story right there, man. I mean, you know, how did that happen? But, you know, it wasn't like he busted his nose or anything. So I do think he should be suspended for the year. It's a bit ridiculous. Oh, there's no question. I mean, but, you know, the rule said if you, touch, if you, you know, assault the ref in any way, then you're suspended for a year. It should be, you know, and it should be written as any altercation with the ref, you know, you know whether 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 physical or whatever is subject to, a, you know, a penalty of of a range from X to Y, based on the severity of the penalty, you know, which which will be determined by a, you know, whatever. And then so 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 something like this, you go, you know what that was that, you know, he did do something, but it was the most lenient one, so we're going to give him this many. And then everyone's fine, you know. But the fact that the, it said black and white, you touch a ref, you're getting, you're, you're, you're gone for a year. You know, it was. I mean, that 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 was the way that the, that 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 the rule was written, and uh, you know, all the refs were asking was, "Hey, man, follow your own rules." That's all they were asking. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that the rule was terrible. It was it was a stupid rule, and the, all the refs were doing was saying, "Hey, it's your stupid rule. You need to follow it." <laughs> Yeah, and I think it was probably made way back when, when football, you know, used to be way right. rougher sports. Exactly. So you're saying that the, you should, when, you, when you're reading those rules, you should be reading it, you know, holding your cup of tea with a pig. You know, when you touch, you assault a referee, <laughs> you are banned for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but, but football, you know, used to be, especially going way back when there was no, you know, there was no substitutions. Right. And, you know, so you... He would end up with way, way less players, but uh, it's come a long way since then. So I think that rule should have been changed. Yeah, there's no question they need to they need to amend that, and uh, I'm sure that that's something that will uh, that will be addressed in the in the summer. Because I mean, let's face it, they're the ones that write the rules, so just change your own rule. You know, that, that's all they have to do. So I'm sure that they will uh, they will address that in their in their meetings between seasons. Yeah, on, on America though. Um... I, I, n- I never liked La Volpe, but this after this season, 
and I, I'm loving him at America. And if he doesn't get signed on for the next season and, and continue on, these guys are dumb. And I, and I think they probably will dump him. But um, Elias or whoever's running America has been screwing things up. And Lavolpe has been saving them every single time is what my my uh, perspective is. I was watching uh, one of the shows, and, and then they showed the shot of the uh, of the guy who is uh, in what, like you know the other the other man in charge the I guess the GM you know whatever his title is, and he just uh, you know how something you just you just look at somebody and, and you just get like an instant you can do like an instant take on guys. Yeah, it was not. Uh, First impressions were not particularly good, but uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is. See, it's too. Where is where is Grandmaster? Um, uh, you know, he he has all the information, and he's just not he's not with us this evening. It's going an all nighter. Oh, is he? I tell him. I hope he's listening. I don't think so. He's. We only we only asked for his ouster once. That that's that's pretty good. Don't y'all think? No, but we do. We, we do miss him. We do miss his, uh, his 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 intimate knowledge of the of the history of the sport. He'd, he'd let us know exactly who uh, who we're talking about because he, uh, he 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 kept he 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 unlike Joel makes makes no effort to hide the fact that he keeps up with his team. <laughs> Joel, I tried, John. I tried. Joel hides behind a veil of shame. That he wants to act all tough. No, I, I, I didn't watch that. I have no idea what's going on with Chivas. And then we ask you a question, and you just give us the most, you know, intimate details of of, of, of how a team or a player. It's like, wow, this is pretty amazing for a guy that doesn't watch that doesn't watch his team. No, well, because I work and they play Saturday, so that makes it difficult to watch the league games. I mean, schedule me right when they play. They're going well, at you know, four. They have a jornada doble next week. Hopefully, you know, hopefully I'll get to watch. And I don't DVR because I just, just once I know the result, I don't care much. Not especially for like regular season games. I don't. Well, you, you should have watch like the like the four minute uh, the four minute recap on 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 the YouTube. Yeah, I should do that. But I'm about to change my telephone, John, uh, and get that Univision app. And, uh, you know. That's right. Aren't you banned from, from downloading it? Didn't you upset Univision so much that they won't even let you use, it, use um, their app? I'm just banned from Miguera. Oh. Have you have you tried to follow him with, uh, with, uh, with, with, with the Joel Twitter bot? <laughs> Chiquis has, has uh, you know, he has told me to do like a fake account, but I wouldn't do it just to follow that guy. I don't. He doesn't post anything. <laughs> and do you think that he'll take uh, full credit for 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 Chivas's win if they uh, if they if they win the title this year? Yeah, of course he will. I mean, he he did help make a lot of those deals. With uh, Grupo Pachuca, you know. Hold I mean, on. I think he does. He he will deserve some credit, you know. 
some, not not all of it, but some. So you'll give him, you'll give him forty five percent of the credit. Well, I mean, yeah, he 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 did do some of the moves that, and but you know, people forget this this team. Um, Oops, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, they were gonna sack. They were going to sack Almeida on two occasions. You know, it's just that the coaches they approached turned it down, and and right. they both went on record. You could you could Google their names and Chivas and, and you could find them giving interviews. Usatich was one of them. He said he didn't he just didn't want to work with Vergara. He blamed Vergara for getting sacked from the national team. Uh, he said he was one of the people that you know was against him. Man, Vergara was the reason we got into this mess. Yeah, and and then the other one was San Paoli, who straight out said I was approached. But I can't do that to a friend. He, he said Almeida was a friend and uh, straight threw Chivas under the bus. And then Chivas had to, you know, go out and say that that never happened, that it was an agent. Right. But, I mean, if an agent's approaching them, that's because, you know, something was obviously – there was obviously the possibility was there. Well – So, so I mean, they were – they ended up keeping Almeida and then just just the obvious continuity of having the team. But, but you know, the whole group of Pachuca thing and, and then all this money that has come down, I don't know how that's working out. That is very interesting how they've uh, been able to uh, magically come up with some cash when they've never really yeah, felt it's the a need lot. To, to, to spend it before. Well, maybe now that the divorce was final, maybe that maybe that helped uh, old Jorge loosen up the uh, the purse strings a little bit. But but back to what you said about about Vergara being the reason why Busetich left the national team. Vergara was the reason why the national team ended up being the hell that it was was because he was the one that got that that, that led the charge to get rid of Hugo. Yeah, he had his Europeo lined up, and you know. And uh, and it just it just it just it just fell apart ever since. I mean, did, did Hugo miss qualifying for the Olympics? Yes, he did. Okay, you know, his his guys were had five on ones and couldn't score. That's Hugo's fault. <laughs> <laughs> that one in that game. That's when um. That's that's when Guatemala. They they um they lost on purpose. Right. And, their, and their own fans. I think they were playing Canada. Their yes. own fans. Their own fans were cheering for the team against their team. And every time the Canada scored a goal on them, they were just going crazy. And I think the players were on it too because they knew that they could eliminate Mexico, and they were seeing it as payback. So that that made things more difficult. <laughs> yeah, I remember writing about that. I said yeah. that uh, to to cheer against your own team is like cheering for your mom in a gangbang. That's that's how I saw it, you know. Well, I wouldn't put it in such colorful terms, but yes, that's uh, about what I would have described as well. <laughs> and I I just you know you're no, I just can't do it, especially like that. But they lost like five zero or something like that. <laughs> Go, mom, 
Go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right there, man. <laughs> they can't. They can't. Yeah, they can't. And and uh, and then when Mexico played the Trinidad, IT, and they needed to win, and they came very close. Or were they like one goal away? They needed to win by five, and they won. And then they scored four, and then Memo let let one in. <laughs> so they had to. So they had to get two instead of the one, and then they got the one, and they missed the penalty. I'm telling you, they had like four on zeros. Yeah, and, they and when we're missing the net, they missed. Yeah, they missed a lot of sitters, and that team had a couple players that were, you know, like Landin, and uh, I forget the America guy. His name was Santiago. Santiago Fernandez. Santiago, and he had been, he had been in the Barcelona academy. So I mean, we had a couple players that just—they were promising, and we were missing players as well because I think we could have had Gio. Well, kind of Giovanni Vela, uh, all those guys, Chicharito. Which were yeah, we couldn't bring him in. Uh, just bad planning on FMF part. Actually, and, Chicharito was available. He was not selected. <laughs> what? He did big though. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah, because he was with Chivas back then. So yeah, so so he wasn't was playing though, was he? I don't think no, he, he was one of the. He wasn't like known, but I think Bella and Gio were definitely one of the, the, the main players. Right. And, and yeah, that was <laughs> just missing. That was you know I can understand the way the team missed it. I don't think it was to blame the coach, because as a coach. Your job is to put the team in the position to succeed. And he put him in a very good position to succeed, especially in, in that main game. So at that point, it was the players that failed. And you could say that that he chose the players, but those were the best players we had. Right. And not only that, but uh, I mean, it wasn't just the ID game where they were missing I mean, where they were just, you know, shooting blanks. I mean, it was... It was it was in all three games because they tied Canada and then they lost to Guatemala is what ended up happening. And uh, but you're right though, Hood. I mean, uh, it wasn't. Uh, as we're as we're blending another banana daiquiri. <laughs> it, That's not me. It was. It was it was it was really at that point up to the point. But the point is, okay, so yeah. So Hugo didn't make the Olympics. You know, he wins his next game against Ghana in, in London. And then they fired him, and they fired him right before, you know, their their next two games was when was when World Cup qualifying was started. I mean, it was just, I don't know if it was a deal where they said, okay, let's just cut our losses now. I mean, he'd he'd lost the final of the Gold Cup on a you know on a on a not a free goal, but a, a great goal, but 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 a you know a, a low percentage goal. He made it, you know, third place in Copa America with a completely different team, you know, just 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 a few guys that played both tournaments, and uh, and then he loses the Olympic, then and then he gets, you know, he gets fired because of that. It's just, it's just, it's just very unfortunate. And then Vedgara was the one that, that led the charge, and you know, he 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 was the you know the the, the start of this of the, just this massive colossal. Mess that was the that was the national team coach for so long. You know they had to patch it up. You know then, then you know pick a guy maybe that wasn't ready. Uh, you know at, at that point in his career, and they, they just made a hash of it. And now they've you know they they've got who they got. 
Yeah. And so for, for Vergara to say that to, to say that to Busetich, it's like, dude. No, but this this one was with um Chepo. You you went you went one back, John. Right, no, I understand, but 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 you also said that uh that, that Vergara or or uh Busse doesn't didn't want to work with the national team because of Vergara and it's like No no when when after Chepo got sacked and then uh, Tena took over for that one game. Right. And then, and I they think bo- they, they could have probably given him longer. You know, he had won Olympic gold. So much, so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, I, I don't think I think that out of respect to Chepo, he actually wanted to step down because he was. Oh. Yeah. So then Busetich comes in. But Chepo shouldn't have stood in his way. If if if, 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 if like Tena comes, hey. Chepo, they offered me the gig. Chepo should say take it. Yeah, I don't think he said no though. Yeah. I don't mean, but I just think they just didn't want didn't want anything associated with that group. They wanted the stench, the, the Chepo stench, <laughs> eradicated. Yeah. yeah, because and then uh, this this is interesting because uh, Cambiarayas is very un- he's become very anti-Chepo, but in regards to the to the Olympic team, he played yeah. a role. He played a role in winning that, but he, of course he doesn't get credited. But but Cambiarayas knows the details on that. But wait a second, when, when did Cambiarayas go? No, just for that. Anti Chepo. Oh wow, back. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the 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 biggest Chepo cheerleader I've ever. I mean, he just would just would nonstop like he. Second he only would, to me, John. He 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 <laughs> carried the the De La Torre banner like a champ. He did no, but he he went. But for the Olympics, he does have. He has some good details on how, on the role he played because it was it was a coaching group, you know. It wasn't just Tena. It was it was a group, uh, right. of coaches that were working on those teams. See, but but, but Cambiarayas also thinks that, that Nestor should take credit for what happened in the Olympics because of, you know, Nestor's big plan, which is basically two sentences: we're going to hire Mexican coaches, they're going to play the same. No, wow. but but no. No, that's I don't want to get in that. I don't, I don't want to get in on that, uh, John. But he did. He 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 appointed a, a couple of, of coaches, and and you know one of the things that that would have happened if if FMF was still following, I, I think was uh, Potro Gutierrez would have would have been coaching the the Gold Cup team, right. Because he could have used a lot of those youth players. Because it would have been the U20. I bet it would have been a U23. See, that's how they should treat the Gold Cup. They should just say, you know, screw it. Let's just let's just send the U23 team. Well, especially on the years that it, you know, then. Right. Doubles up. But, uh, so, and then he, he tried to join, Potro tried to join Osorio's coaching, coaching staff. And uh, he accompanied him, I think, to a game. But he, I guess he told him, you know what? You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get that shot. It's going to one of his assistants. Right. Uh, so one of his assistants is gonna be the one preparing the team for the Gold Cup. I forgot his name. Pupilo, Pumpilo, some, something like that. And oh, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. he had coached before, but he he's never won anything. So, so he's, he's, uh, he's getting his he's big a shot now. Santiago Baños. Yeah, no, he's assistant coach. Oh. No, this guy actually coached the team. Oh, okay, okay. He just doesn't. He never won anything. Yeah, so he's going to be the acting coach, and then, and then, like I mentioned earlier, they're going to limit 
it's going to be strictly Liga and Liga and Mackie squad, I believe. And, uh, or I should say, I don't know if it's going to be strictly, but of the Liga and Mackie's players that are selected, they can, the, the maximum they can take from each team is four. And I think it's pretty obvious that, see, that is so, you know, I, I got to tell you that, 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 that drives, I mean, if, could you imagine if, if Spain had a rule like that and said you can only take, take four of your Barcelona players? I mean, if your best Mexican players are on one team and you have a tournament where you're allowed to, where you're, you know, how you are, have the opportunity to take, you know, whoever, whoever you want to take, wouldn't they want to take advantage of that? Or do you think four is, is, is more club, a more club friendly rule? In yeah, they're, they're doing it to be club friendly. You know. Do you agree with that? I don't know, man. That's a hard call. John, it's tough, isn't it? It's a tough call because it can affect clubs. It can affect, especially more than four, and and it'll be not just any four. It's going to be your core group players, right? And and then you have to think about injuries and rest. You know, so all of that it, it does makes it difficult. You know, to to just pick sides because they they both have valid points. And, and uh, you know what team used to do that a lot, and it would affect them was was America. You know, for many years they would, you know, they would send a lot of players to the national team for a lot of the tournaments. Yeah, well, and it also affected Pumas a lot, and if you know, it affects yeah, Pumas was another one, yeah. Well, I think that they're doing it just because of the timing of the tournament. Uh, it, I mean, it, it's going to end right before the season starts. So, I mean, it would really – I mean, it's it's one thing if you're playing the Gold Cup right at the end of a season and you still have your six weeks or whatever to prepare for the, for the next one. But uh, but to take that many players, I understand why they're doing it. And, I, and, and frankly, I do think – I think just because of the fact that of, of, the, of, of the timing of it is uh, is poor. Uh, I do. I do understand that fact, but I mean, it's. Uh, I but I do see the other side of it too. But we'll see how uh, how things shake out. But I do think that out of those four, I th- I think that uh, the Juarez I think would be the two strikers, and then it would be uh, it would be Pizarro, and uh, then it could be uh, you know at that point it could be a wild card. It could be La Chofis. It could be Gallito. It could be. It could even be the goalie. It could be Cota. So. We'll, uh, we will see how that plays out. One thing I do want to talk about before we wrap it up is, is that Martin had a kind of Martin del Palacio wrote a column on Medio Tiempo about uh, the two uh, sensaciones, one of them who is uh, a, a, a veritable sensation, and that's someone that, that we, a way that we would describe a, a possible future uh, crack, uh, a 16 year old who plays for America. Is it Diego Lainez? Is that his name or is it Lainez? I don't know the pronunciation, John. To be honest, it could be Linus, for all we know. Linus, but we call him we, we call him Linus. I believe that that's what we call him, Linus. From uh, yeah, so so we have him, and then we have La Chofis, and uh, and Martin said, if if La Chofis is so good, then why you know why is he why is he you know doing this at twenty two? Why wasn't he doing this at seventeen? They said, and then as an example, we have this Linus kid who is who has kind of the same abilities. But it's showing it at a much at a much uh, younger uh, 
younger age. But Joel, I think that that isn't that the a way that you can that you can recognize it is, is, is the fact that he is showing that at such a young age, uh, as as opposed to uh, you know when, when you the way I trash your your Carlos Fierro, you trash my trophies. <laughs> I uh, when I bring him, well, he's like John, but he's twenty two. Why wasn't he doing this when he was eighteen, or why wasn't he doing this when he was seventeen? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, Chofis was raising a family at eighteen. That's why. Well, yes, he had, he had some responsibilities. <laughs> His kids taken. needed to be old enough, so that that's why he's he. You know, se puso las pilas. They're saying morality and off the off the cancha behavior is important. That that counts. That that's the one thing we were talking about with John. How, you know, because Liga makes pay so well, you make enough money where some of these players have good. They make a good living, which which is good, you know, which is good. But at that point, a lot of them lose motivation to, to do even better. Compared to like in South America, you you could still be in a first division team, but you're still not making that much money. You know, a lot of these guys come to Liga MX. And automatically will make three times as much. And we're not even talking about like top players. Yeah, I tend to agree with Martin and his what he wrote up because, uh, and and this goes back to Lavolte again. Lavolte gave him a chance at his age, sixteen years old. Who gave who gave Chofis a chance at sixteen? You said he was. Well, he was, well that's the thing. He he was he was already like. I forget the name, but it was this academy that signed him up because he was playing youth teams, and there was an academy that that um, you know got his contract, and then they they were shopping him to Chivas, and they they didn't want him at first. But I mean, that's one of the things they look at is you know your mental attributes. You know, are you gonna be a party guy or or? But, uh, How dedicated are you? And they kind of weren't there, man. <laughs> advantage lineness um, in that aspect, and the up the up possibility for increase of, of skill as he grows older. And by age twenty two, he's he can you know he could be like a starter for the national team. He could be yeah, even by twenty, by twenty he could be a starter. A lot of the top players by nineteen twenty, they're already figures in their teams. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, it's up in Mexico. We we wait till they're twenty five, right? They're even talking about uh, his brother, uh, Mauro Linus. Uh, uh, talking about him being the replacement for Chucky when he leaves. <laughs> I don't know if that if that's true, or, you know. But, look, but I mean, and I'm saying we have more players like that. We just we just like that football culture where we we trust because like. Um, Alberto Medina, he, he debuted at 17. He was first division soccer at 17. You know, he's a very promising guy until he broke his leg. But there's a lot of players like that. We just don't, they just don't get the opportunities. But like you said, Joel, they'll, they'll sign X number of foreign players and, and leave, them, leave them on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, there was a there was a Medio Tiempo article a while back, and it was talking about how many players, how many foreigners haven't even debuted in in Liga MX, and you know that it should be if you're bringing the foreigners because they have something to contribute, you know. 
Right. Well, La Volpe has, uh, you know, that's one thing that he did at uh, at, at Monterrey as well, and it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's good to see him doing it. It's not just, uh, you know, Linus that he's given the opportunity to; he's also given it to the uh, Edson Rivera kid. That's is that name right, or is that somebody different? Edson Rivera. Edson Rivera is from Atlas. Well, anyway, the 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 other young kid that plays on their team, uh, who plays midfield. So it's. Uh, and then they've been contributing, you know. And, and 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 I've seen folks say, "Well, you know, he's a teenager. You know, he, you know that that's like that's like a last resort." You know, I think it's great. I mean, if he's good enough, and he proved. I mean, he played Monterrey, and he proved that he's he deserves to be on the field. He made some uh, some pretty good moves. He didn't quite have the like a like a full understanding of of, uh, of where his teammates are and stuff just yet, but. Uh, but he definitely has potential. There's no question. Uh, he's and uh, he's, he's he's wiggly. He's not as wiggly as trophies, but uh, he definitely has potential. So, Joel, I, I do have a question. Uh, when it's all said and done, when they're when they're both thirty, who will have had a better career, La Chofis or, or Carlos Fierro? Oh man, that's a good question. I think, I think though, Chof. Oh man, that is. I think it's too soon right now. I, I, I give uh, Chofi's next cycle to show us what he's got, and and Fierro Fierro is resurging, and and right now Fierro has, he has a under seventeen title to his name. He's on the uptick. He has he has that. That, you know, I mean, I'll say right now, though, uh, discounting youth career, Chofis is in the lead. Definitely in the lead. I, I think he has right now more qualities to succeed. It's just whether or not, you know, if he if he's given, he, he's, he has been given the tools. Let's see if he uses them. Yeah, but I mean... I think a player like Fierro, man, he his quality is there, and, and he could even be like like one of those late bloomers. The way that that um you know uh, what's his name uh, like Oribe? Peralta, yeah, yeah, like Oribe, who who didn't really she was dropped him. She she was had him at one point. You know, they got him right. as a, for Copa Libertadores as a refuerzo. And they could have bought him, and, and they didn't. And, and it took him like two more seasons after that to to break into the scene. Yeah. Now it seems like like like, 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 the, like the perfect player then Juan would be like if you were somehow were able to uh, combine, you know, the, the best qualities of both Fierro and Chofis into one player. <laughs> Chofierro. You would, have, you, you would have the the almost the perfect player. Yeah, I mean, look, and he's twenty two, so he's he's still young, still a they're, young guy. Yeah, they're both twenty twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. No more. Fierro's twenty two, so I mean, hey, I, I, right now I'm just glad that he's he's managed to get some playing time, and he's he's you know, because he was he was like very close to ending up in 
in you know third division, right? In some high school or some parking lot or something. Not even uh, not even Vuce yeah. could ever could uh, could uh, could get Fierro going. Uh. Well, he he was part of the Copa MX win. I wouldn't say key player, but he played his role. He he contributed. He made a contribution. He made a contribution, man. So I mean. You are uh, you are very bullish on Carlos Fierro. I hope it works out for you, but uh, I I just think that uh, the the trophies, like you said, has more of an upside. And uh, yeah, raw talent wise, he just seems, you know, more explosive. You know, I'm looking at the at the uh, the leader of goleadores on the on the Crawford Univision, and do, do you think that when 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 and it has the the first initial period and then the last you know the last name. And it says N period Castillo. How, how many how many people do you think when they see that go, oh man, just, oh, he's, just 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 long for the days. He's actually he owns a fishing store, John. He does. He does the he ultimate uh, the ultimate Mexico Mayfly, Neri Castillo who <laughs> No, sabes cuál es la diferencia? Que estoy en Europa y tú estás aquí en México. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that quote, when he said it, I think he was talking about the traveling. And they, I think they got spin to be like, I'm better off because I live in Europe. Right. Because right, <laughs> I, th- I think that he, I think that what he said originally was, man, I, you know, it take, it's, it's a 20 hour trip for me to get here. I'm, you know, blah, and, and he just goes, and, and so I think you're right. I, I do remember him yeah. no, I talking about that. Uh, I don't know because he was, he was saying, you're always going to be here in Mexico. What? No, you actually have the quote, Chiquis, or or you're just doing alternative facts. Right, I have it right here. You see that? You're always going to be here in Mexico. Well, he said that at the very end. That was that was his last little little yeah. little dig. He's digging at him, saying, you know. Well, well, remember that was uh, you know how uh, the the loudest cheer the Mexico got in the last hex was for Chaco. The loudest cheer that they got in the previous one was was for Neddy. When uh, you know he said that, and then they played Costa Rica, and and then he came out and played like the last fifteen twenty minutes, and the crowd was going nuts for him. I remember Andres Cantor going, "I cannot believe that the loudest cheer is is, is, is for the guy that that insulted insulted the country." <laughs> Cracked me <laughs> up. I thought that was pretty funny, but I, don't, I, don't, I never thought it was an insult. But uh, yeah, the old. Uh, that 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 one goal he scored against Brazil will uh, will forever be. That was ten years ago. I mean, I used to, I used to have a Neddy Castillo Google alert on 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 my. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that that would go to my email if, if there was anybody that made any, you know if if Neddy made news because I was I thought for sure that he was going to come back. To uh, to the national team, but uh, alas, it did not. Did not happen. I thought that by bringing up our, our good friend Neddy, that we'd have a we'd have a Fernando signing, but it appears that that's not going to be the case. Gentlemen, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we've we've gone long we've, enough. We've gone over. We've gone over our lot of time. Now we went, we, we went about two and a half hours. We covered all the topics for the day. We did. We have definitely done that, and we'll do it again next week. Also, uh, here on the Cantina Mekis podcast, uh, we're a broadcast live every. Every Wednesday evening, 
uh, at around 9.30 p.m. Central, which is 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 out on the West Coast, and 8.30 in the Mountain Time Zone. And, of course, you can listen to this and all previous editions of the podcast uh, on uh, the podcast app on both your uh, Google phones and your Apple iPhones. So thank you all very, very much for joining us. Chiquis, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. That was fun. Joel, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. And we'll talk to y'all next week as well. This is John Jagu saying goodnight here on the Cantina and Mickey's podcast. Y'all have a good evening.